Hi everyone, welcome back to the Groupie Diaries. I'm your host Jazz with a Z. I'm Jazz with an S. I'm Laurel. <laughs> and today we have our guest, our bestie girl Allie here. Allie, introduce Hi. yourself. Um, I'm Allie. Uh, I met Laurel through working together at Town Grill, mm-hmm. and then we realized that we're the same person. <laughs> and then we went to a Drive Era concert together where we saw the Rex as the opening act and it's it's been I've been a fan ever since if you've been <laughs> listening you know that we've mentioned Allie about a hundred times <laughs> this, this is, is her this is her this is the infamous Allie everything we're like oh yeah Allie Allie Allie, we're like, oh, Allie. we're like and Allie did this and Allie did that and Allie did this people are like who the fuck is Allie <laughs> finally she's finally here with us yeah, guys. I'm glad that I, I'm, I'm a person of discussion. You are. <laughs> definitely. Guys, oh, it's a Vampire came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That. Guys, so I was good. going through it this morning. Through it. Did you watch the video? I saw your tweets. Yes. It was just... I mean, bloodsucker, fame fucker, oh, my God. This is a I crazy just, line. Like, no, my jaw was on the floor. I'm here for the angsty. I'm I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, because we need to get in those Ticketmaster trenches when she announces it. Oh my god! Yeah, four devices right here. We have four devices. We each have a phone. We each have we're a computer. All going, we're all going after a different show. So I mean, you guys were yeah. successful last time. So like, we I sure were. Faith. I, I bought the limit last game. time. She was like, four, I can buy four tickets. I will make four friends." No, literally. Yeah, no, I and Mel said she wants to come with us to one show if she can. Okay. We're going to be fighting for our lives. Yeah. And, and that Ticketmaster cute, but guys, go listen to Vampire by Olivia. What kind of venues do you think she's going to be playing? I think she's going up. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to play amphitheaters or arenas. I think amphitheaters, yeah. though. I think I think she'll tour summer 2024 amphitheater. Hopefully. I think she might do in, like, major cities like New York, though, like, big, big markets. I think she could do, like, Madison Square Garden. I think she, she could. could. But I don't know if she yeah. wants to, but yeah. she could. Because, I mean, she could have done Madison Square Garden on the Sour Tour. She could have. I didn't understand why she did it, but I get it. It's kind of scary on your first tour. But yeah. also, the way that we literally fought for our lives easily can sell out an arena. Did you, and how long, did you camp out for yours? How long did you camp out? I got, okay, so I got to the venue which is attached to the port of San Diego. Mm-hmm. And basically I was emailing back and forth with the city all day. Like, can we camp here? Because it's a port. Like you can't just sit outside of a port. Um, that's really dangerous. So, but they were like, yeah, um, we don't know dot, dot, dot. Um, but I ended up, we were staying at a hotel of, like a few blocks away and I was like let's just go drive by and see and then we found out people were in line on Twitter so then we got there we teamed up with the girls so we got there at like 9 p.m we teamed Mm -hmm. up with the girls in front of us and was like if you guys one of the girls was staying all night and I was like if I come at 9 a.m and tap you out so you could go get ready can I come back to this spot and she was like hell yeah so I got to the, so we stayed them, we stayed there with them for a little while, and then we got up in the morning and went to the venue, uh, mm-hmm. so the other girl could go home and get ready, and then her other friends came and then tapped us out so we could go get ready, and then I got back to the venue, 
around like four o'clock but they so, were there I guess they've been there since like seven yeah so for us we we kind of did like similar timings we were gonna go like in the morning we were gonna go at like five in the morning and we found out on Twitter that people were already camping and we found out that the line was 50 people long at 1 a.m so we left immediately and we had like a we originally didn't know if we were going to be able to have a tent or anything because they have anti-homeless laws in illinois or in chicago or whatever and we went to walmart about five times that day it was hell we got like a tarp and then we returned the tarp and then we got a tent and then we tried to set the tent up and it was way too fucking big so we returned that tent and then we went back and we got a child's tent so there were four people in a child's shark tent in a chicago alleyway we we didn't like ever leave really we stayed there for 18 hours it was me jazz and our two friends adriana and Haley. And we stayed there. Me and Adriana walked to this, like, sketchy-ass McDonald's in the middle of the fucking night. I don't know what we were thinking, how we didn't get killed, like, but... And then when we got there, we had to pee, and they weren't even open. We had to wait for them to open. That sucks. Yeah, I was... I remember the vlogs. I remember the vlogs. The Sharky, the little light. I fucking remember that. I remember... No, yeah, I was glad because... The port of San Diego, it's really secluded. Mm-hmm. Like, so we were, and it was, it's like at the edge of San Diego. So it's kind of like, or downtown. So it's kind of like, you have to really go out of your way to yeah. bug people over there. But I remember there was this one lady, it's a huge, you can, it's a park. So you can walk the park in the morning, the Rady Shell. You mm-hmm. can, it's like, you can walk and hang out and picnic there. And then oh, it closed cool. at two so they could start preparing for the show. But people mm-hmm. were walking by and the line got so, so long. I mean, when I got to the venue at 9 p.m., it was 100, I was 118. Yeah. Wow. At 9 p.m. the night That's before. Crazy. So, but during the day, I remember the, there was this lady walking by and she was like screaming at all of us. And she was like, in Spanish though. And I was like, I, none of us spoke Spanish besides like a girl, a few groups down. And she was like, oh, she's screaming at us because she's saying that we're mocking homeless people. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, girl, it's never that deep. The Just one good thing like, about. Oh, yeah, that was the only problem we had with people. The one good thing about where we were is that like. I guess, I don't know, like, because of where we were, if they did this, but Live Nation, like, they had, like, personal security guards out there, like, as soon as the line started. Oh, that's nice. Which was good. And then the security guards also, like, honored the, like, number system that the fans had started, and they came out, and they they let everybody in the line know. They said, at 10 a.m., we are going to come out here, and we're going to give you numbered wristbands to match up with your number. And if you are not in this line at 10 a.m., you are at the back. And that created a whole problem because there were multiple people that were not in the line at 10 a.m. When it was announced, you have to be in this line at 10 a.m. to hold your number. Yeah, that sucks. They definitely didn't honor our thing because it got messed up. Our The venue is obviously not experienced with bigger artists, which mm-hmm. is crazy because it's a huge park. Yeah. So they didn't really um, expect the crowd and like the chaos it would be. So like getting like your Vax card checked... And mm-hmm. the merch line, it was all in the same spot. So people who got there late realized that it was at the same spot. So they just cut the line. Like the girl who was on like mid barricade, mm-hmm. she got there at 5 p.m. Like, and people were That's pissed. Like, yeah. And she was like bragging about it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to fight you over this because I'm also here on barricade. But like that fucking. Did they like, let you guys, um, 
did they let you guys do early merch there? Like, did they bring you in and let you get merch? They had the bus was there, so and it was a separate line, but the line was like two hours long. So I just waited because she's oh, uh, she's from Sweet. my hometown. So she they they did a surprise stop mm-hmm. at the mall mm-hmm. the next day, so I was able to get my merch the next day, even though I didn't know if that that was gonna happen. We were See, able to do for that. us. For us, they took the first 100 people in line with their numbers. They took us inside the venue early and let us go to the merch stand 10 at a time. And it was so Mm -hmm. nice. We didn't like, we didn't lose our spot in line. We were able to put our merch in our cars. Like they let the first 100 people do that because they were like, we know you guys want to be on this barricade and you don't want to hold merch and you don't have time. So we're going to bring you in and let you buy your merch. And they took us in at like 1 p.m. It was like 1 o'clock that they let us do that. Oh, that's and right. that reminded me of another thing while you were talking. The one really good thing that they did that obviously the rest of the line did not get this luxury for like the first like 200, 250 people to get your official numbered wristband from the venue, you had to show them your Vax card. So yeah. if you did not show them your Vax card right then and there, it was like 10 in the morning, you did not get an official wristband. Oh, wow. And also like, so it was only like, I think 250 people who got the official wristband. And mm-hmm. so like when we went in, like our and they also like they saw our tickets they saw everything like everything yeah. that we could like they i think they scanned our tickets yeah they if did. i remember correctly wow and so like so when, when we you went, went in it was seamless you didn't have to scan anything like do anything they even checked our bags at a point like before mm-hmm. we went wow. in like an hour before we went in when they moved the line up they came through and checked all our bags and then watched the people whose bags they checked oh that's really nice yeah and then even that was like the one really cute thing was that since we we were one of like the first like four or five shows and we were the earliest the line had started at that point so i think it started around like 11 30 like midnight yeah Yeah. livy's hq came through the line and they gave like the first i think a hundred people they we got like all like these little like gift bags like oh my gosh like thank you so much for waiting like it had like little snacks in it little water bottles like that was the one really nice thing was that they actually like i've never seen a venue do this because most venues want to discourage camping but they were like they were making it as easy as possible yeah that's for us to camp yeah well so should we get into what we're talking about today yes (laughs) let's get on the concerts let's talk about 50 of them so, we're going to be talking today, the reason why we have Allie here is because we're going to be talking about the summer tour we went on. We were actually on it a year ago today. We were in Albany mm-hmm. a year ago today. We followed we followed the Rex um, on their Shocker. Better Than Ever tour last year. I went to 20 shows on the tour. You all can say how many shows you guys went to on the tour. I did 17. I did five. Hold. Let me check. <laughs> I think seven, eight, no. I went to no. one less than Jazz, so six, 16? Two, two less, 15. Because I went yeah. to Indianapolis, and I went to Nashville, and you didn't. Oh, yeah. So I count Nashville. I was there. You were there. Just, you were there. You had all the experience. We'll get to Nashville. She had a Nashville ticket. Was- she did have a ticket to Nashville. Nashville was the last show that I would have gone on. It was, like, before they went, like, to the West Coast. And we found out the day of that it was 18 plus. Um, <laughs> I was still there, obviously, because I was still, like, traveling with them. So Allie was Allie. sitting outside the car, bawling her eyes out. She could hear them outside the venue. And she was, we were parked, like, literally right next to the door. And she was like, crying in the car 
We'll get to the actual. We'll get. We're skipping. We're skipping to, because we're skipping. I want to talk about my classical experience. But yeah, anyways. You so, guys start first because you went to um, Indianapolis. So I want to make it clear: we originally planned to go to ten shows on this tour, and we'll get into how we ended up at more. But the first show that we planned to go to was just Jazz and I. We went to Indianapolis. They played at Old National Center, and we went there because. We were at Bonnaroo two days before, and my grandma lives in Indiana, so we drove. We fled Bonnaroo in the middle of the night, first of all. We left Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo was hell, but that's a story for a different time. We left Bonnaroo in the middle of the night, and we drove to my grandma's house. It was like a four and a half-ish hour drive. We slept the entire day. It was on like a Monday. We slept the entire day on Monday. Tuesday, we got up. And we went, drove to Indianapolis. It was like an hour and a half drive from where my grandparents live. So we drove to Indianapolis and that it was a great way to kick off the tour because we went to the best restaurant in the entire world, which was called Punch Bowl Social. And apparently it's a chain. And if you ever go there, get their like rosemary parm fries. They're so good. And they're fucking, they have like a sour there. That's amazing as well. But I remember that day I wore like black and white cow like cow print pants and I wore a pink like lacy top and when I walked out to like go to my car my grandma my fucking grandma told me that I was gonna get propositioned on the street I feel like I have a similar experience to that oh you my do. Relative, she literally yeah. told me she was like you're gonna be walking down the street and people are gonna be propositioning you you look like a hooker I was like okay it was one of Laurel's more mild outfits yeah it really was i can't imagine the stroke she would have if she saw what i wore to north carolina oh my god she would have been like (laughs) so anyway so then we went to the show and it honestly started off such on a horrible note because i broke my fucking nail the minute we got there and i was like we have to go get nail glue so we looked it up and once we were in the parking lot for the venue and you couldn't leave once you got in there it was twenty dollars And we looked up the closest CVS. There was only one CVS near us. And it was like a mile walk. So we walked to this fucking CVS. I didn't even know CVS's like this existed. It was only a pharmacy counter. And we walked a mile to it. It was like 110 degrees outside. It was like the hottest day Indianapolis had that whole summer. Yep. So I didn't get my pants. I was in jeans. I'd be pissed. So I didn't get my fucking nail glue. I was literally ready to go home. I was like, Jazz, we're not going to this show. <laughs> and then, and honestly, we could have left because the show wasn't even that good. And it wasn't even their fault. The sound quality in this venue, I couldn't, like, it was so bad. It was horrible. No one could hear anything. And, like, they didn't know how bad the sound quality was. And then, you know, Nick started telling his fucking jokes and the crowd was silent because nobody could understand what he was saying. And the only time anyone ever heard him the whole night was at a point he just went, oh, I guess you guys can't hear me. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor and guy. also, they gave me this tall boy beer can. And, I, dude, they must have been keeping this shit in, like, the coldest freezer they oh had. I couldn't even hold it. It was so cold. I had to throw, I literally had to throw it out. I could not even hold it. And I was like, do you guys have, like, a napkin or something? And they were like, no. It was supper. No, literally. It, so that show was not a great way to kick off the tour. 
but you know it is what it is but then it was great because the next day or the next show we went to there was a show in minneapolis but we didn't go to that but we went to jazz's house and then you guys both flew in yeah it was this was the first show that we planned off the tour um it was Summerfest in milwaukee we met up or we they announced it like early so we all planned to do that and Mm -hmm. like ali and jazz had never met (laughs) we so basically me and jazz were thrown into a group chat together and we're like be friends i remember that this which is... actually also happened with the other jazz before i ever met her i also was thrown into i just a group be chat putting ally in group chats i'm like please be <laughs> no and then i i remember i bought jazz's second Summerfest ticket from her before i even knew who she was like oh, that was yeah. our first oh yeah you did because so 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 you bought dumb. two tickets and, and i didn't even scan our tickets it was free ticket day no oh God, yeah, it was yeah. free entry but when we picked Maybe. you guys up we picked you up first right jazz or did we pick ali up first you picked jazz no, up first. i was picked up first so we picked you up and then we picked ali up at the fucking ass crack of dawn it was like five in the morning five in the morning mm-hmm. and yeah. we picked up jazz at like 11 yeah yeah it was so a we, lot. it was a long night and then so we picked ali up at five in the morning and we went immediately straight to the bean and there was nobody there <laughs> But we Guys. stopped at Duncan because I had to pee so bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then we we some of it I think we got I got food. I don't remember. We got Duncan. Think, and yeah, that was my first Duncan. East Coast Duncan and I was so happy. Good thing we were in the Midwest. We were so not bad. on the East Coast, girl. <laughs> we were in the Midwest. It's still the East Coast. <laughs> it's eastern yeah jazz was losing her mind she was like you guys have trees here you just put houses anywhere you the have signs. signs that tell you oh, where yeah, the sign ali i want you to know when we went to california you know it's the first thing i saw when we got on the highway the sign no you didn't jazz we didn't see it until we got to arizona we don't have no, them we, we i have exist. seen those signs in california because every time i see those signs in california i point it out to you and i go jazz what is that and you're like i swear they're I've never not seen everywhere that they're not in my vicinity <laughs> yeah guys no uh, uh in the midwest they have these signs that tell you what's at the next exit like it's we not just signs. in the midwest no, it's everywhere except, no, they have these signs. except for california apparently they have these signs that tell you what food places are at the next exit do you know how helpful that is do you know how many <laughs> missed exits i could have saved myself from if i had these beautiful signs to tell me what was and then back? and then the signs tell you how far it is and which way to go oh that was exactly. really wrong. we just don't we just don't have that here we don't. She was on the phone with her mom, like, "Mom, you're never gonna get this. Like, they just put houses on the side of the no. highway." <laughs> no, getting off on the highway and seeing that house. What the fuck is a house doing that? Why would you put a house right there? And it's one singular house. Why? <laughs> that's a, that, that's that. I bet you that's illegal in California. <laughs> like, I just but, you just can't do that. So anyway, we did all the like Chicago tourist things, and then we and went. We- we got it completely empty. Like, I think maybe one other person was at the bean. Like, we yeah. have the whole thing to ourselves. Yeah, that's that's the trick. If you want your pictures at the bean to look great, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Because there's no one there. We were, we were confused. We thought it was closed. 
We were like, what the Who hell is we? I didn't think no, it was closed. You I said, said it was no, closed. No, someone said, is the bean closed? That did not come out of my mouth. Probably Allie. <laughs> and I know I was immediately like, no. Hold on. Let me look at the time of the pictures on our phone. It should be like 7.43 a.m. We were at 8.41, the first, like, the, the first picture yeah, of us there. Yeah, but it's really 7.41 because oh, the time, time changed. Oh, time changed to 7.41, so... So, but Anyways. then we went, we went back to Jazz's house and we slept for a long time. And then we went, we went, we took, we took we Jazz to, to Texas her first, Roadhouse. Yeah, her first we Texas mini-golf. Roadhouse. And we ate so many rolls. So good. And then and we then went to I have a Texas Roadhouse. It's 15 minutes away. I just don't go there. <laughs> you made it sound like Texas Roadhouse was some elusive chain. Yeah, well, we did. First of all. Because it kind you of were is, like, I like, always hear about the rolls. <laughs> I do. I always hear about the rolls. And every time I go, let's go to Texas Roadhouse, no one wants to go with me. So that's crazy. I just never went. That's crazy. Like it's not a it's not a place that people eat at out here, really. <laughs> that's crazy. I feel like that's just not true. Like there's no way. <laughs> we're gonna go to the Texas Roadhouse next time we're at Jazz's house. It's gonna be a forty five minute wait. <laughs> Guys, no, I swear, I promise you, I wasn't lying. People don't eat at Texas Roadhouse for real. Can I? Can this just popped in my head? Can I tell you guys that I had to sleep on the floor at Jazz's house, at Jasmine, Jasmine's house, Jazz with an S, because we were staying at her house in Chicago. So she slept on her bed. It was a twin bed, and then she had two other twin mattresses or something or blood mattresses, whatever, something on the floor that Laurel and jazz with a z slept on and according to jazz which i don't think is true she had a mattress for me but it didn't fit no did it, do you think a mattress would have fit there ally say it with your chest do you think a mattress would have yes. fit where you slept yes it would have you would be sleeping like a taco it would have been more comfortable than the floor i was sleeping on i i wish i could tell you how many times i was stepped on <laughs> Also, Bye, on Nate. another note, on another note, on a, on a little bit of a sad note, <laughs> we got woken up the morning of Summerfest oh, God. by Jazz's mom, and she opened the door and said, Ruby Wade just got overturned. Yeah. She said, Did you hear the news? I literally woke up out of bed. I said, and i'm like this is a dream this isn't real like this is a nightmare actually and and oh my god after you're done talking we have to tell them what happened at work oh my god yeah continue though anyways i was like this isn't real like jazz's mom collapses onto jazz's bed and is like crying me jazz and laura are looking at each other like mind you we opened our eyes 12 seconds ago (laughs) I was like, what a way to wake up. I was so confused. I was like, what is going on in here right now? It's like, there's a lot to deal with that morning. So then the morning started off bad. And then my, my top broke. But oh, it was and I God. also I also got my period the minute we pulled into Summerfest. I remember this. Oh, yeah. My my top was it was orange and it was like after the straps broke it was like still okay it was a tube top and you looked like a whore <laughs> you were dressing as something i'd rather not say Allie's father told her she was dressing like a whore well <laughs> actually okay backstory um i was 17 at the time of summer tour 
but I was 16 when I had to convince my father to let me go. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, I had to convince him to let me go with Laurel, who he has had met and knew and trusted, but also Jazz, <laughs> and also the other Jazz, <laughs> who he had never met and had no idea and who they at were. At the time, also-, also, Allie was 16 and I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like, like we met because we worked together. (laughs) Yeah, we went to one other concert together in Asbury. Like, yeah, ten minutes away from my house. That fucking bug is in my goddamn drink. I could commit crimes. Anyways, so obviously, out of here. I had to. I had to convince him about that, and so I made like a whole list of reasons of why he should let me go and I basically guilt tripped him and I was like you know it's my last summer with my friends because I was moving to Texas the next summer for my last year of high school that doesn't matter but um whatever so then he texted me after I posted my pictures from the bean and was like you need to block all of your family members I think we need to I, I think the people need to see what Ali was wearing because like she was She's not normal outfit. I'm gonna add a marker. Is that a tank top and like jeans. jeans? My smiley face jeans. A tank top and jeans, guys. She was a whore. He was like, so basically, he he I he let me go. He approved it, but he was like, you can't tell your stepmom who I live we live with, like me and my dad. And he was like, and I wasn't talking to my mom at this time, so I didn't tell her. So I only needed permission from my dad. And he's like, you can't tell anyone. I'm going to bring it up to Lori. Like, I'm going to talk to her about it. And I'll tell her. He never told her. <laughs> so he was like, you need to block all of your family members. Like, my Texas family members who are all, like, really, really conservative. Who would have also said something about the outfit that I was wearing. And the other outfits I was wearing on tour. And if you look at my Instagram, you'll see how all of my pictures were selfies from here up afterwards yep. because I didn't want to get in trouble. Like almost every then didn't you get in trouble for them blocking all your family members? Well, I didn't get in trouble, but after he talked to Lori, he was like or a couple days later, he texted me and was like, You can unblock everybody. He was like, I actually don't care. <laughs> he like I think it was he was like getting yelled at by Lori, I think. And yeah. then, so, like, sent that text, and he told me, it's the name of our group chat now, he told me I was dressing like something he'd rather not say. He's <laughs> been he the group chat name for a year. He kind of ate that up, like, he was he funny did. with that. <laughs> I, I oh, like you still ate that one. I he stopped right it, there. He just, like, and, needed to add an insult. Like, also, it was the delivery of how Allie read us the text message. She said, she read it exactly like this. She said, oh, my dad just texted me. He said, Allison, you need to stop wearing those short tops. Like, you are dressing as something I'd rather not say. <laughs> Anyways, so it all worked out and it was all fine. But, like, I understand a little bit of where he was coming from because at the time I was a minor. <laughs> like, like. Yeah. But also, like, you weren't down. wearing anything crazy. You were just in, mm-hmm. like, a tank top. You were just Literally, in Literally, all of my outfits were long pants. Like, funky, fun pants. Mm-hmm. And, like, some sort of tank top. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do have boobs. That's an issue in his yeah, eyes. That's your fault. Because boobs can be seen in tank tops. But, you know. And the thing about Summerfest, too, is when we got there, I immediately started drinking. And... Sh- None of us had eaten. Yeah. 
I got there. I I got there. I said, give me that blue crush vodka drink. Oh my god, her mouth was (laughs) was blue. And then when she (laughs) threw up and she was like, it was all blue. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder why. So we pull up to the Rex set. They were at they were at no, we're so far. We're not even there yet. I got my Blue Crush vodka drink, and I also had- Oh, then you got chicken tenders. No, that was after. I had the Blue Crush vodka drink, and then I had two, like, tall boy, like, summer shandy beers, yeah. and I was double fisting, and I remember- This is so embarrassing to me, but I was so drunk when I went up to the bar. I went up to the bar, and the bar that was right at the rec stage, and I was like, can I get the whatever rec I stage. The Rex stage. They were playing on it. <laughs> they weren't even headliners. Whatever. I went up and I gave my ID, and we were in Wisconsin, and they were like, "Oh my god, you're from New Jersey! Like, what the fuck? Did you come just for Summerfest?" And I was like, "Yeah, I came just to see this band." And they, and the lady was like, "No way! Like, you came just to see this band?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I came just to see them." And she was like, "Are they your friends? Mind you, I've never spoken to these people." I said. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> well, that's not true. You had you you had interviewed Nick. Yeah, I did interview Nick at the time, but I had no authority to be walking around and being like, "Yeah, I know them." You could not say that they were her friends. In, in, in someone in the band's hometown, in Aaron's hometown, you told the bartender that you were that's from so true. It's Aaron's hometown. It was his hometown, and his, it, it, the place was crawling with his family Listen, members. I was His so fucking drunk. I did not care. Was I oh was. God, not, I was you know, you know how you know that bar probably turned and was like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" I've no, never you seen remember her how her. you know Laurel was drunk when she saw her favorite YouTuber and she was standing on the bleachers and she was like, "He's right there. He's oh right there." And she was pointing at him and she was like, "Guys, he's right there." It wasn't even crowded at that point. She had, like, a clear view to him. Too. And she was, like, describing him. She was like, he's right there in the black shirt and the gray pants. And it's so funny. I remember that. Oh, my God. But so then we got there, like, and we were... who? Th- there was some weird band that played before the Rex. So we we get there, and there's, like, benches. And we get as close as we can. And I actually, like, befriended the girls who were on the barricade. And they were there for... Who played ne- Who played after? Aglo. Dayglo. They were they were camped for Dayglo and I was like, hey, can I like stand here for this one and then like give it back? Whatever. They were so nice. And they were like, yes. And I actually made them like become Rex stands, so it was like fun. But we were like we were basically like right on it and was when we rose me up, and Laurel were though. standing on the bleachers and there was no one standing in front of us. Yeah. yeah. Um but the stage was like there was a, a, a significant height difference. It was not like any other venue they played. Mm-mm. the rest of the tour because it was number one it was outside number two it was at like a festival and whatever but we had pretty we had a pretty good view and i remember like i remember them coming out and doing like sound checks and whatever the and... show from what i remember was fun i remember almost falling off the bench i also remember jumping off the bench because i needed to crush my can and i remember not being able to get back on the bench you know what else was weird to tie back into our story time that we told in the beginning? You want to know who was standing right in front of us at this show? The jumpsuit people? No. The mother and the daughter who were camped in line in front of us at Olivia, at Olivia. Rodrigo. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
That was so weird. So at Olivia Rodrigo, when we were in line, there was this mother and daughter, and I had a driver era jacket like on, and they were, and they were like, (laughs) and they were like, oh my god, we saw the driver era on the girlfriend tour, and I was like, no way, I love the Rex, and they were like, they were like, oh my god, us too, we're going to see them, and we were like, oh my god, us too, and then in Milwaukee at Summerfest, they were right in front of us, and they remembered us. She literally turned around and she was like, you are the Rex fan from Olivia Rodrigo, and Laurel is wasted. She's like, hell yeah, I am. If I had a nickel for every time one of us has been recognized for the driver era at our Olivia Rodrigo show, I'd have no, two nickels. If I had a nickel for every time that specific mother and daughter duo recognizes at the Rex, I would have two nickels. Yeah. Because it happened again on the fall tour. It did. We That's saw so them fun. again. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, like, I don't really remember a lot from the show or after. I remember a lot of giggling. I remember throwing up. I remember getting chicken tenders. And I remember <laughs> more throwing thing. up. <laughs> it was a really fun show. And they played the whole set. Me and they Jasmine did play the whole set, which was like no, I was like separate from Laurel and Jazz. We were on the like the barricade, but they were on the bench. So like we were standing on the ground, they were not. So we were like dancing, and we were we were having a great a grand old time. It also was so fucking hot that day, but we were in the shade because we were so close. The stage like overshaded us, which was yeah. thank God because it was like ninety five degrees. You would have yeah, thrown up hot. sooner. Yeah, I would have. I would have passed out. So their set ends and it was good. Like there was like it was it was good. And then that's when Laurel threw up, I think. <laughs> yes, for the first time. <laughs> and then we we saw this is kind of why I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but this is kind of why we were always so scared of Aaron. No, we never talked about it, but we, we were- We never said we were afraid of Aaron. No we one ever a, knew this story. We were so afraid of Aaron until, like, halfway through the fall tour. But we anyway, so- terrified of him. So this is his home hometown show. So, like, a lot of his family was there, and he was walking around, like, he had a bucket hat on. I remember he was, like, running around, like, around their stage, like, on the phone a lot. Like, I think he was calling his family, like, trying to meet up with them, like, whatever. And there was one point where he was kind of just standing around. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go <laughs> I up remember to this. I forgot this happened. This is so funny. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up to him. And so this is, Laurel had just gone up. So she's, like, oh recovering over at a picnic table. And Jazz and Jazz were like, go do it. Like, yes. Like, we support, you know? And it so I said, there's, like, there's a significant distance between us. So I start walking over there, like, so confident. Like, wallet, sunglasses, phone, like, everything. Like, I'm so confident. I'm walking over there. Then he picks up his phone. Like, when I'm 20 feet away from him. Like, I've already made the walk. And I feel like we've made eye contact. And, like, he can tell I'm walking over towards him. And he picks up his phone and just walks away. And I was so scared. I dropped all of my stuff on the ground. And I just like picked it up and ran back to the table. And I was oh, like, so rude for that. That was I'm so never mean. Talking to him again. I hate him. Like it's so funny though because like in that moment we were like, oh fuck. But now that we like know Aaron better, he's the sweetest. Like he probably <laughs> didn't even see you. Like he probably was like not because if he would probably would have seen you, he probably would have been like, oh, like let me just like put this call to the side for a second. 
But like in the moment, we were like, "Oh, Aaron is scary. Aaron's terrifying." Oh, we swore to never him. talk to him, and we stuck to it. Well, we were but like, we, he just is scary, and then like he, we, we had it in our minds that he was scary, so that everything he did scared us. We but were, then, like, we were scared of this, of this little, little nice thirty-year-old man. We were terrified. <laughs> But like, so after Summerfest ended, we went to a Chick-fil-A. And this is just a little side note, but we went to this Chick-fil-A. We had a grand old time at the Chick-fil-A. Jazz walks out of this Chick-fil-A and she, with confidence, she holds her arms out. She goes, take it in, guys. We'll never be in Michigan again. Fully, fully, we were in Wisconsin the entire day. She goes, We'll never be in Michigan again. Look, you just look, you know, breathe it in, guys. There seems to be a recurring theme on this tour. Geography issues. Geography issues. <laughs> yeah. Here's the problem. Specifically on my part. But, like, that was one time where Jazz messed something up, but, like, mainly for me. I, I, I was convinced we were in Michigan. We'll get into Allie's geography issues shortly. Has problems. <laughs> Period. Allie has problems just ends it there anyways so we go back to jazz's house that night we were in we were i think we stayed at her house for what three or four nights i have no yeah. clue i don't even remember the, the, the night next after day, was like our last night the next day was the chicago show yes or the chicago show was the last night mm-hmm. no so the chicago show was at the venue that jazz and i actually met at for the first time bottom lounge so this was the first time we were going back to that and that show was sold out I don't have a lot to say about that show. We were significantly far back. Um, I do have one thing to say. I got out of the car alone, found a bar, went down there. I said, can I please have one shot of vodka? And the bartender was like, it was a fancy bar too. And I was in hooker clothes. And he was like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, thanks. And then I was like, how much? And he was like, you seem like you need that on the house. So funny. She I was like, ah, okay, I did need it. I tipped him $20, so. I just remember, um, so basically I remember waiting in line, and um, side note, this this becomes a recurring issue. I had failed my driver's test on my 17th birthday, so I didn't have an ID. And I lost my passport, and I wasn't going to bring it with me. I was going to bring my birth certificate. So, like, I didn't really have any form of identification except for, like, my school ID. And we get in line, and they're like, you have to show a form of ID. And I was like, uh-oh. And so she was putting X's on the hands of anyone that was under 21. And she was leaving everybody else. Oh, no, she she was, for the first, like, half of the line, she was giving wristbands. And then they, like, stopped at some point because the line was getting long and they were just started giving them inside. So we... <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, Allie. I just remembered this. We went to Chili's before we went to um, the show. And Jazz told us a story about... It's <laughs> the funniest story ever. I can never not think about... Every time I'm at a Chili's, I think about this story. <laughs> Every time I sit in the booth, I think about this story. Jack told us a story that her her and her parents went to Chili's. Like, this was also like a month before this. And (laughs) she was a full adult. She was 18 years old when this happened. 
So her and her parents went to Chili's. <laughs> they went to Chili's, and something happened where the booth like came out. <laughs> it like caved in or something. <laughs> the booth, like the seat, moved off the booth, <laughs> and her mom like freaks out about the booth coming off, and she was screaming, and she screamed. She was she like ran, and she opened the kitchen door at the Chili's, <laughs> and she was. <laughs> Like she could have just like later on been like to the waitress like oh hey just so you know like this booth kind of slides out a little bit like just so you know like if you want to tell the manager no she burst the kitchen door so <laughs> she avoided everybody that was around her she could have went to the hostess she could have grabbed a server she said no she said no dear life I bet the servers at that Chili's like tell that story I bet like oh, that's I bet the they story do. they tell to like anytime like a booth shifts they're like oh you think that's bad this is what happened do you think they saw Jazz come in and they were like different Chili's and I was like we can't go to the one closest oh yeah we went to a different one yeah okay one five minutes further the Chicago show we were oh it was Jazz's birthday show it mm-hmm. was like was birthday. Birthday. yeah keep I'm, I'm gonna go pee really quick but keep going okay. okay we we get in the show uh we get in the show and this is the first show that they're selling merch at so we get into the merch me and jazz got into the merch line um and we got our merch and we talked to we pam were, we were so far back like we were all the way in the back, back. And the stage was like ground level which was really annoying so like we could not really see anything but we I feel still like had fun. We still had fun, but I just feel like there's nothing significant. Yeah, nothing we can really like be like, oh my god, and then this happened. Oh, well, except, afterwards. Except for when we left and we met the best person in my whole entire life that I've ever met at a concert. Her name was Shout Molly. Shout out to Molly. Molly and was she a came character. up with the funniest song. We can't say what the song is, but it was we hilarious. We can't say what the song was, but she came up with the funniest song. And these like tourist guys came up to us and were like, is there a good bar around here? Like, where should we go? Like, da, 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 da. and she like made up a random bar. <laughs> she made up and a random like, bar. And she was like, oh yeah, Dingers. Like, if you go down the street and you go like to your left, like Dingers, like that's the hot spot, like whatever. And I remember catch- captioning my Instagram post, like, see y'all at Dingers. Like, <laughs> She was so funny. I think about her very frequently. Oh, and then Laurel and Jazz left to get the car and move it and then me and dazzle the z went to the mcdonald's which everybody was at this freaking mcdonald's after the show and then um molly also went to the mcdonald's and molly also went to mcdonald's and they forgot her sauce so so she was freaking out (laughs) but she walked through the drive-thru and and the drive-thru line was long Mm -hmm. 
and she walked up to someone's actively like grabbing their order from the, from the drive-thru and she walks up to the window and turns to the car and is like I'm sorry but they forgot my sauce and turns to the people and said, and like, you can't do that did you ever hear what was then going on at the bottom lounge with her friend her friend yeah. was going through the bag and found the sauce. Found the sauce. The sauce was in the bag. They didn't forget it. And yeah, me and Jess like, were like, just give me my sauce. We're like, there's the sauce. And then um, another Aaron story. He was standing out there, like, talking to fans for a significant amount of time. And we were wasn't literally- even, He bro- wasn't even talking to fans, though. It was two girls. He was that- out there for 30 minutes. Talking to for two girls the whole time. time. Maybe they're his friends. I don't know. I've never seen these girls anywhere else. I couldn't yeah. even tell you what they look like, honestly. And but this like, added to our Aaron and Scary rhetoric, and Aaron has since heard this story, and he was like, <laughs> how does that make me scary? Because, like, has he heard you my... say hello to us, you know? Like, we're standing no, there. No, never heard your story, Allie. We didn't tell I'm him I'm gonna tell him that when I meet him, so don't tell him if you meet him. Yeah, if Allie, to this day, him. still has not spoken to Aaron Kelly. Allie has I've only never, met I didn't go Nick. on fall tour because I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was... <laughs> but, so then, like... I was scared of him. After that show, we drove around for, like, three hours waiting to drop. We had to take Jazz right to the airport. And I lived, like, an hour and a half away from the airport, so, like, it was not feasible for us to drive. Like, would have been an hour and a half home. And then, like, then an hour and a half to the airport. Like, it would have been so dumb, because we would have had to have left We waited in a McDonald's parking lot, I think. Not the same McDonald's. A different one. I want to make a side note. To anyone who is viewing this, if my face is getting progressively redder, it's because I'm drinking. I just want to let everyone know I don't have an issue. <laughs> well, you do. But I don't think they were watching and going, she definitely has an issue. Her face is red. Laurel is going to be wasted by Atlanta just saying whatever comes to mind. She's yeah, going to be like, and then. <laughs> Get that anyway, sensor out, baby. All right. Beep. You guys need to go through the rest of the tour because we've been talking for 50 minutes. Yeah, we're yeah, 50 minutes into about Milwaukee and Chicago, and nothing happened in Milwaukee and Chicago. <laughs> There's nothing significant. We've been talking for 50 minutes, and we still have okay. the rest of the next tour. Show was next show Grand was Grand Rapids. Rapids. We drove to Grand Rapids the morning the of. Show. <laughs> we drove to Grand Rapids yes. the morning of. Um, so then. When we got to Grand Rapids, we, like, went to our hotel, whatever, we got ready. And then on our way to the venue, we drove through an active police shooting. We did. That was bad. I don't know why they still didn't have the road closed. I don't know yeah, why they were like, there yeah, There were cops in. literally kneeled down, guns drawn behind their doors. Like, side note, side note. Um, Grand Rapids, Michigan does not have, like, traffic laws. Like, literally yeah, no. at all. People were, <laughs> we Googled it. people were going on red lights at every red light. So I googled it. I said, "Are red lights optional in Grand Rapids, Michigan?" And they the answer are. was yes. The, it was true. Like in front of cops, people were running red lights, and That's and they terrifying. were just like. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like a loophole law. It's like after midnight, if there's no other car at the intersection, like you can go through a red light. It's something weird. But it, so it's not like if it's five p.m. during rush hour. But you it was five p.m. Anyways, we go into the show. Well, no. First of all, the show was supposed to start at 8. It started at 7.30. We were in the Burger King drive-thru, so we got there late. 
Oh yeah, we, we did. Thought go they were in. sound checking. They said no, no, no. This is the main set. We missed. We missed we part of Mom. Like, that's last song. We missed like yeah, we missed like more more than half of their also, set. Also, let me just tell you. So where we ended up standing, the venue was like three tiers. It was like the floor, and then another tier, and then another tier. And we were in like the middle tier, and we were right at the front of it. And there was like we were right at the front, like along the like like railing i guess and then there was no one behind us and then in the back there were stools and there were a bunch of people sitting on the stools at these tables and so the during- whole railing was full yeah so during like moth and girl house i was like dancing like having a good time singing and then right before the rex came on this guy fucking came up to me. he came up to me and he was like hey can you not dance and raise your arms like that like we can't see i was like but- bro you no, I said, I said no. I'm not gonna. I said no. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna dance. Are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, "Well, I just want everyone to be able to have a good time." I was like, "You guys are sitting down. Stand the fuck up. I'm not gonna not dance." And he was like, "I don't know." Like, blah, 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 blah. and I said, I literally looked at him. I said, "I drove here from New Jersey. I'm not not dancing." And he just went, "Okay." Keep in like, mind, they were on high top no literally they, they didn't on- end up moving but they were on high that whole bar- that whole like, venue it was oversold so the whole venue was packed yeah like i'm not like, gonna not dance significant enough view for them like they would have been fine i don't think anything actually happened like during the actual rec set that's like and like i wasn't even dancing that crazy i was just having a good time she was like at most moving her arms like- yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so then nothing really happened <laughs> until Allie jumped out of our moving vehicle yeah, Allie jumped so, out of a car so immediately after the show we went to the car and we were in a parking whatever and it we 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 got out and we're turning the corner around the venue we were to, just gonna go home to leave to, to go back to the hotel and on the side of the road alone with maybe with two fans was Nick who if you don't know is the lead singer of the Rex and he was just standing there and so I was like, okay, let me out of the car. And Laura was like, no. And I was like, fuck you. And so I got out of the car. And <laughs> jumped out of the moving car. Keep- just like, girl, fuck miles. you. It was like going two miles an hour. You were approaching a red light. It was not yeah. like 30 miles an hour me like doing like- The car Jason was still Pond. moving and Petunia still beat She did a somersault leaving. <laughs> I got out of the car and nobody else was around. And I was like, we're not going to get another chance like this to not have to like wait in a front of butt in front of people and you know like talk Mm -hmm. so i go and i stand there for like 10 15 minutes he's talking to these two fans for me and jazz are trying to find somewhere to park to get out of the car this whole entire time i'm alone we're we're running red lights we are committing grand rapids (laughs) type driving we didn't know it was legal yet either Keep in mind, I'm 17, alone on the streets of Grand Rapids, Michigan, where Nick was standing right next to you. Nick would not have let someone through an kill active you. shooting. Nick was not in the right. Allie, if somebody okay. came up, Nick would have been like, what are you doing? And if Anyways. someone started shooting, it wouldn't have helped if me and Laurel were there. Yeah, we also just would have been Whatever. 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 I'll do whatever. <laughs> anyways so he finally finished talking to these fans who keep in mind were like super nice people and i was trying to 
I was trying to stop the awkwardness of me being there and like obviously listening in to their conversation. So I like was laughing and like <laughs> kind of joining in on their conversation and it was like no, you were no. It was not. Like, like, I didn't actually join in, but I like laughed at some of the stuff they were saying. I was like, huh, you know, but I didn't actually. <laughs> I think he Anyways. was just like, I, he was trying to get out of the conversation too. Like, it was. Yeah, him talking ended, to someone for 15 minutes sounds a little crazy. It ended twice and then they kept going. Like, he tried to turn and talk to me two times, and the it was a couple, and they were, like, in their 20s or 30s, and she was a teacher, and she was telling him, like, well, I have to go to work tomorrow, and I'm gonna tell my students about you, like, whatever. No, and- because, also, he was being crazy this night. He was like, why are you telling me? So, he finally ends the conversation, and immediately, when he ends it, he turns to me and he goes, thank you so much for being so patient and hugs me. And I was like, hello. Imagine if you were just like standing there waiting to ask him for like directions. And if you were just like, hey, are you from around here? Do you know where the... Never He's once had I said here. like, hi, I'm such a big fan. Like I came to the show tonight. No, but I guess you could probably tell by my outfit. But <laughs> but he like immediately gave me a big hug. I was like, thank you for being so patient. You know, you are so kind. Oh, that's what happened. I had offered to take a group picture for them. And Nick was like, no, I have long arms, which occurs a lot. He says that so many times. But that's what had happened when I intruded on their conversation. They were going to take a picture. And I said, do you want me to take the picture for you? And he was like, no, I have long arms. Anyways, so I'm talking to him. Oh, that's not the only, that is not the only time he said it that night. It, It comes up twice again anyway so i'm sitting there and i'm talking to him for i think five minutes before laurel and jazz fine i'm texting them too but and i was like trying to I be like subtle it. also it. she was texting us because she was texting us, she was like i'm with nick hurry up <laughs> which like you were anyways so i'm standing there talking like, to him so like she's like hold that thought <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking a picture she's like taking a picture it's a snapchat she's like wait <laughs> take pictures because we were like no you're not and she sent us pictures and she was like remember the no. picture i sent during arlie where he was standing right in front of me it was like it was worse me and nick were talking and i was just telling him about like us being from new jersey or me being from new jersey and this was my um second show and i was like oh we're like going to more but like whatever and he was like oh are you going to columbus which was the show the next not the next day but it was the next show two days and- there was a day off and I was like no and he was like why and I was like oh I don't know and he was like you should come and I was like okay and and so we ended up going but that's that's another story we'll get there we'll get there but Laurel and Jazz finally come walking up this hill and it's like steep whatever and I'm standing there and I'm like I cannot have any more small talk with this man like (laughs) there's only so much I can say to him and fans were starting to come around the corner so I was like uh oh and so i'm like laurel walk faster and he's like no like you're good like what what did he say like i was like take your time he was like take your time like i'm a slow walker too like i get it whatever so they come up they join (laughs) i think this is jazz's first time hearing this whole story (laughs) and they start talking and they start talking to him and whatever um, took my phone and didn't give it yeah, back. Yeah, I had your phone the whole time. 
he had my phone. waving it around like (laughs) he had my phone since me and him had taken a picture while i was stalling waiting for jazz and laurel he had never given it back so it was just in his hand this whole time so so good thing i have a phone i didn't disturb but (laughs) so they're walking up this hill and i stood like i had texted them and then i think they were probably like they were texting me like ali like are you still with him and i I couldn't answer because Nick had my phone. He replies. He's like, yeah, she's still with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm standing there. We're just talking, whatever. We all talk. We all have a nice group conversation. And he took a picture with all of us. And the fans next to us were like, do you want us to take a group picture for you? And he was like, no, I have long arms. And so he took the selfie of all of us. And then, and then he goes, ah. And then just takes like like a, a selfie of himself, basically. One of you, whoever edits this thing, can insert that picture in here because it's so funny. Yeah, but then he, just, like, he just he takes a picture and he goes, "That's my Facebook mom selfie." And yeah. then he just throws he gave the phone me, back. And he's like, "Okay, hey, bye." And then he finally gave me my phone back. Yeah, and then he was like, "Okay, see you, see ya, bye." And we're like, "Okay." And bye. he was like, and he was like, "Oh, he, I I remember at one point he was like, the, when they were walking up the hill." is when I was telling him that I was from New Jersey. And I was like, oh, I'm from New Jersey. And he points at Laurel and Jazz and goes, there's New Jersey? And I was like, no, New Jersey's Keep not mind, over there. Me and Laurel don't can't hear Allie and Nick, any other of their conversations. So imagine our shock when we're walking up the hill and all we hear is, there's New Jersey. <laughs> he, it too. he was like, there's New Jersey? And I was like, no, Nick, there is not New Jersey. We are from New Jersey. <laughs> Gentle parenting him. <laughs> But so then, but okay, so then the next show that we were supposed to planned, scheduled to go to was Asbury Park, which is where I am from. It so Grand Rapids was on June 26th, Asbury Park was on July 1st. So we went to three other shows, we went to three other shows. So then, okay, so no, 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 you don't speak. This is your fault. So, you don't have to tell them what happened. No. No. So the first thing that we were going to do, well, we knew that we were going to Buffalo and Albany before the tour started because Allison, we said, Allie, buy tickets to the New York show, New York City, because we live we live an hour away from New and York I also, City. I gave her four cities. I said, Allie, buy tickets to Asbury Park, Philly, New York, and it was like D.C., so I yeah. named four cities. So we said that, and Allie said, okay, I got all the New York tickets. And we said, Allie, what do you mean all the New York tickets? She said, Buffalo, Albany, and New York City. And we said, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so then we argued about that for a little bit. And then I was like, okay, I guess we'll just add Buffalo and Albany. Like, it's on the way anyway. And, and then she says, and I also got all of the Philly tickets. she thought that philadelphia was the state so she then revealed to us that she had tickets to philadelphia and pittsburgh (laughs) okay okay in my defense all of the tickets were used so not a cent they were used but every ticket was used we're not even done Because then I was like, okay, we'll just add Buffalo and Albany. Like, they're on the way. I'll buy the tickets. And as I'm buying the tickets, Allie said, wait, I didn't buy the Buffalo tickets. I have two Albany tickets. But Laurel had already bought the Buffalo ticket. (laughs) Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll just buy another Buffalo ticket and we'll just swap. So we didn't even have to fucking go to Buffalo. And I wish we didn't. Oh, my God. That's not the point. 
So the next Anyways. thing we had the next thing we had planned to do was we were stopping in Cleveland because Jazz is a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan and we really she really wanted to go to the Twenty Seven Club. It was on the way, so we were gonna stop there. So we went to Cleveland. We did a whole day, like whatever. We stayed the night in a hotel. But me and Allie woke up like in the hotel the morning of the Columbus show. Columbus was three hours or something from where we were, and me and Allie woke up and keep in mind we had been hold on there's a moth why are you being so mean to the rex opening act they just want to join the conversation it's okay. there. where'd it go hold on don't hold on, mind hold on. me eating i'm starving okay okay i have a shoe in my hand just in case oh <laughs> okay anyway so um we did jazz had been telling it we had been throwing around the idea of going to the columbus show but jazz was like no we're not going to the columbus show he was so against it for no reason and yeah. then i was like oh i, well, guess I just want to say that it. also on the fall tour we were like should we go to alabama and jazz was like no we can't go to alabama yes, exactly. but alabama was different because i was like guys we can't go to alabama because it's gonna be 500 extra dollars and no, we're gonna I have know, to but fly. she's just so against fun yeah she's so not, she was she really against so alabama had this would have been an extra $60 per person, including tickets. Yeah, which it was cheap. Which really good. So then- Because we needed a hotel, and we split it three ways. So then me and Laurel, while Jazz was in the shower, we booked the hotel. No. And bought the tickets. You guys were gonna- You guys bought the tickets, and you were trying to book the hotel, and you guys- Your plan was to just book the hotel and pay it right then and there, so that I had no choice, but they couldn't remember my Expedia password. No, because we didn't so- even book it on Expedia, so that's not true. We booked it on my AAA. No, because yeah, you guys needed help booking the hotel. I remember that's why you woke me up because you were like, God, or no, you needed me to research the hotel because you guys couldn't figure it out. That's what it was. You couldn't tell. I think if it we was did good tell her about the hotel, but we had already bought our tickets, so we were going anyways. But yeah. I think she did help us with the hotel. But we I know did I was book like, it on. We didn't they were... book it on Expedia. We booked it on but AAA. I think the key thing was that like convinced Jazz was. I think I hadn't told them yet, but I was like, no, we, like we have to go. Nick told me to go. Yeah, and, and then Allie like, did not like, tell us. She just dropped this bomb on us. She was like, Nick told me I should go. <laughs> and then we were and like, wait, run like... that back. And she told us the full... She Up until that point, we had not discussed what she talked about with Nick. I'm sorry, so I know you guys debriefed after this. Because I was awake. <laughs> I was on the phone. I think you guys... I'm pretty sure you, were you guys in the called car. Me. Oh, yeah, no, forgot. Jazz, we called you, but it was not about that. It was about something else. We... No, I know what it was about. Can we backtrack for a second? But we had a debrief, so I just don't understand how that yeah. made it. Oh my god, wait, no. we didn't know. Wait, 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 we do need to debrief. We, de- we do need to backtrack need because to back. the funniest thing Jasmine has ever said, ever, is in this story that Allie didn't tell about Grand Rapids. <laughs> okay, so we're, we go back to the car after talking to Nick, and we're on the phone with Jazz telling her about this, and we are like driving around, whatever, and we stop. Because we noticed on the other side of the venue is Ms. Billy and Aaron, and and so and so I really wanted to go talk to um to the other members, and Laurel was just like not having it, and so she stayed in the car, and um, Jazz put on laurel sweatshirt which is important so we walk up to the other members of the band and and jasmine is in a stone pony hoodie which is a venue in asbury which is very famous and we should mention that schmiz is from new jersey yeah yes schmiz and billy are from new jersey like from that area 
and Schmiz is talking to <laughs> as we refer them as we refer them by but they are um I have no idea what their names are regardless they're talking to Schmiz they're sharing beers I think they brought them beer and he he like was very much not going to join us in conversation until he turned and like saw that Jazz was wearing the stone pony hoodie and he turns and he's like the stone pony Hallie you skipped the best fucking part which is when you were walking over there and Jazz didn't want to go with you and you were like walking across the street at a normal pace and Jazz screamed at you she said Ashley give him a funny shit out right now <laughs> She was yelling at me. So me and Jazz are walking down the street, right? And Jazz is taking forever to cross the road. Like, we're in the middle of the road. And we know that people in Michigan, in Michigan, especially Grand Rapids, don't follow traffic laws. So I'm worried about getting hit. And so and so I am speeding up. And I'm like, Jazz, like, come on. And she's like, Allie, you're freaking out right now. Like, you're running. You're literally sprinting down the street. And I was like, Jazz, I'm literally walking at a normal pace. Like, I don't know what you're talking about and so whatever anyways jump back to so me schmiz and jazz are standing there having a conversation me and schmiz are arguing about monmouth county versus ocean county which if you're from new jersey you obviously know that monmouth county is better regardless we're having this argument and jazz is from chicago so she's just like yeah and so well then he turned to me halfway through and he was like what's your input monmouth or ocean and i was like i'm from chicago and then I got yelled at for wearing the sweater. He was like, then why are you wearing that? And I was like. Anyways. I'm sorry, I didn't know the Stone Pony was only exclusive to New Jersey residents. And, like, the Stone Pony's, like, a really iconic venue. I knew of the Stone Pony before I, like, was in, like, yeah. New Jersey or anything. Like, I didn't know of it, like, through Laurel. Like, I just knew it as an iconic venue. So it's like. Why am I, why am I catching strays right now? They think yeah. they invented New Jersey. He's a very much a local supremacist, which like same, but like <laughs> like locals, locals only. Local supremacist, locals only. <laughs> right, Laurel? Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we have this conversation with him. We're arguing about Monmouth County versus Oakland County. Monmouth County is better. Um, the the conversation ends. And me and Jazz, like, walk away, whatever, that's the night. Anyways, back to Columbus. So we um, end up so going to Columbus. <laughs> we end up going. And we met and I, a really nice girl. The, okay, no. But before we went to Columbus, we went to the 27 Club Coffee But before oh. we drove there. And we got stuck in a parking lot for a fucking hour. And you're probably like, how do you get stuck in a parking lot? Very easy so the parking so, lot go ahead Allie. go ahead so we pull up to 27 club coffee for jazz right and there's a parking lot and the gate is very obviously open so we're thinking it's one of those places that like the gate is open during the day and closes at night and it was open for a significant amount of time and no car was around so we didn't think you needed a pass or whatever so we go in and we park and as we're about to get out of the car to go into the coffee place, the gate closes. And we're like, uh-oh. And, I will and actually, our first thought, we were, we were like, maybe it's just like motion censored. Like, yeah, you know. so at first we weren't paranoid. So we go around to the exit 
and we couldn't get it open because which this is the stupidest invention in the whole entire world who makes it that you need a sensor to get out yeah we you need a little it. tag to get in and to get out but the gate stays open for five minutes we had to call the police to come open the fucking gate <laughs> which at that point we ended up not needing the police because some Okay, but it was so early in the morning that none of the tenants had left the building yet. So, like, nobody was going anywhere. It was so early. We were stopping there early so we could get to Columbus in time. And so we're freaking out. There's these guys, like, I go into the building because there was, like a, like, a dog spa down there. And I was, like, trying to see if any workers were there. Nobody was there. And then finally this moving truck is there. And I, like, talked to the guys. And I was, like, do you guys have, like, the sensor to get out? And they were, like, yeah, we do. And I was, like, oh, this is after, like, 30 minutes of us freaking out. And so they come over and their sensor's not working. And so... And then they're, they're, like, they're like, wait, our sensor isn't working, so how are we gonna get out? Yeah. And then so finally, this guy comes out and he's walking his dog and we're, like, oh my god, please, sir, like, can you please let us out of here? Like, we just wanna go. It's like, we are not intruders, like... We didn't mean to go in there. We thought it was public Mm -hmm. parking. And so he ends up being like, oh, like, I'm going on a walk right now with my dog. Like, when I come back, like, whatever. He never came back. When I Um, come back? Yeah, the people of Cleveland, Ohio are dicks. And so finally, a lady is, like, leaving for work, and she was so nice, and she let us out, and was like, this actually happens all the time. Oh, we also called the building. And the building was yeah. closed. It was not their operating hours yet. So nobody answered. <laughs> so we called the police. And the thing is, it wasn't that early. It was like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. On a weekday. Yeah. And so we called the police. And they were like, oh, we actually get a lot of calls about this. And we're like, no shit. Maybe fix it. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally get out. We park, go to the coffee place. It was good. Um, and then and we then made we our leave. way to Columbus. Columbus was... Laurel saw her first ever Mormon. Yes, I saw Mormons. I didn't know they really dressed like that. But it was on the Ohio... It was on the Ohio State University campus, and everything was super nice. We walked around Ohio State for a while. Like, we didn't do a lot, but then the venue that they played, Newport Music Hall, that was, like, the biggest venue they played on that tour, pretty much, besides Webster Hall. But they were like mm-hmm. really. It was a really good show. It was so much fun. Nothing really. We were, like, we were on the upper. So like there was like a lower level, and then there was an upper level, and we were like on like a, the railing of it. So we had a great view. Yeah, we like, were up in the balcony. We were up in the balcony, and <laughs> the Nothing show was really, really. The show was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran into Schmiz on the stairs. Yeah, you did right when we got in there. Like, physic- like, physically, like... <laughs> yeah, that was... That was one of the more fun shows of the tour. That I'm glad we went. I'm really glad we went to that. It was so worth it. And then after the show, we were waiting in, like, an alleyway. And... <laughs> and all of them, like, came out. That was, like, the most that they had. Like, they all came out after the show. And Nick was, like, really in a rush to leave. And he, like, got straight into the Uber. And then, like, as he's rolling away, he, like, 
put his window down and like me, Laurel and Jess are standing there and all the other fans are on the other side. We were standing on this side. He rolls his window down and he looks at us and he's like, thank you guys so much for coming and rolls his window up and leaves. Yeah. Tuesday, we're still like, what was that? We still like, because he claims to you guys that he does not remember Grand Rapids, but if he doesn't remember Grand Rapids, Rapids apparently never happened. I have been gaslit about Grand Rapids, Michigan, 10 times over. Anyways. So then the next day was the Buffalo show, which if I could go back in time and erase one Rex show, it would probably be the fucking Buffalo show. I have Buffalo on the bottom of my list. I looked earlier to see where Indianapolis was, and it is above Buffalo. The thing about Buffalo is it wasn't bad, but, like, that is, like, close to where Nick's hometown is, so the entire crowd was his family or personal friends like we should not have been there it was like a reunion and everyone assumed we were also family or personal friends anyone we like bumped into or talked to was like calling nick like nikki or nikki boy and like they were his family or friends and like talking about how they knew him from high school or being like oh yeah like we and like they were like they were like people were like addressing like his family members as like their family names so like they were like oh my god grandma's coming and we were like oh my god grandma's coming <laughs> they were like someone like turned to me because we were standing near the bar and was like do you think this is like wheelchair accessible like how are we gonna get grandma in and i was like <laughs> you're like we this was the most crowded show only because the venue was not built for like that type of reunion no it wasn't but the best was two of his family members that were standing like right next to us they were like talking and if you don't know the rex had an album come out called sonder and that's what they were like touring with and one of his family members one of his family members said she was like what even is sonder and the other one was like i don't know that's just a fucking word he made up We quote this every single day. It was like, the funniest thing I've ever overheard. I should not have been there. Like, get me out. Because, like, everyone just assumed we were also, like, in the family. And it was so uncomfortable. Because it was like, I so don't know who you we are. And then, like, moving. people were like, talking to you. Like, they, like, you should know who they are. Yeah. We Oh, while we were in line, Laurel and Jazz were quizzing me on geography. And. <laughs> and. I didn't get anything right. And we we move in closer. Like, we're still in line, but we're, like, in the building-ish. Like, half in. We're, we're kind of, like, in, but, like, not where the, the show is. And there's a door. And on the door is a big white poster. And it says, like, um, what does it say? Like, artist only. Yeah, artist and crew artist only. And crew only. And... We're thinking it's a hallway, so we're fucking I'm around leaning the door. against this. I'm leaning against this door. The hallway is this big. Come on. So I'm standing here against the door. Laurel and Jazz are right here. Like, literally, we're all... Like, there's no room. The door opens. It's Nick. And he just... It's Nick with his mom. They open the door, and he's just like, Hi. And I was like, It's the, also the green room. Yeah. Yeah, it was the green room. It wasn't so, a hallway. It was the green so like, room. So, like, behind him, I And see, also, like, mind you, this is where we're getting our tickets scanned. <laughs> and we're in front of that door, we're like, we're just fucking around. They're in, like, behind Nick, I see, like, Girl House doing Schmiz's eyeliner. Like, Nick's whole, like, cl- like 
close family is in that room, like... Like, he swung these doors open. And he He just goes, Hi! And then he closed the door. And then just goes... (laughs) Strange man. Just a strange man. I think he realized that was not his exit. Like, that was not where he was supposed to, to, like, go. And so, whatever. we Or he was assuming that it was gonna be his friends and family out there. That's so true. When we really, when we real, really realized like how many people in this crowd like knew him, he said, "Raise your hand if you were in the fuck somebody music video." And I swear to God, more than half the crowd raised their hand. That is so funny. So we were originally like closer to the stage. This venue was horrible. the The stage was on the ground, and we were originally a lot closer to it, but we were getting literally murdered his family like, was aggressive <laughs> we were like scary that was the worst rex crowd i've ever been in literally uh, sardine, like, san francisco was worse third worst Packed on top of each other like so uncomfortable somebody close. passed out oh yeah somebody oh passed God. out like what if your friends um, passed right out back. so we moved to the back we're like not having it mm-hmm. one thing i will say about rec room and I think that's the name of the venue, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buffalo Rec Room. Um, they had a great bathroom. They did amazing. <laughs> the lighting was insane in this bathroom. I was obsessed with it. But I took so many good pictures in there. Anyways, that was the only good thing about that yeah. show. Yeah, but Buffalo, like, I won't go back. Like, I will never be caught at another Buffalo show. But Buffalo the next day, too. but the thing is, the next day was like the best show. The next day, we went to Albany. And that show, you wouldn't expect that it would be so much fun, but it was, like, so it was in, like, an underground, like, weird cement building. And it, was it was literally just... called, like, Empire, like, there was, like, a, yeah. a venue called, like, Empire Live, and we were in Empire Underground. Yeah. We were on the underground part and of the, it. And the small room was just underneath the big room. Yeah. It was a 200-cap venue underneath a building. Yeah. With cement. But it was so much fun. Like, the crowd energy was amazing. Like, the thing about the venue, too, though, was, like, the ceiling was so low. Like, there were exposed pipes. And, like, Nick was hanging on the pipes. Schmiz was hitting his head on the speakers. Like, but it was the most... And the pipe specifically said, like, do do not not touch. touch. Do not hang off of. And Nick was hanging off of them and touching them. But that was, like... Um, easily the best show of the tour i think it was so much fun nick covered i'll be by edwin mccain which was a really great cover i don't know why he did that Personally, but... that's not my favorite show <gasps> what's your number oh we'll get there you guys know my favorite yeah Anyways. i know what your favorite show is and that was also a really good show i think they're like close Those to go back and forth for me i think or, it was yeah. more like ali writes that show though yeah yeah so Albany was super, super fun, but the next morning we had to drive to Asbury, which is where I live, and it was a Friday on 4th of July weekend, which if you live in New Jersey or New York, you know what 4th of July weekend causes, and it's about 12 million hours of traffic, so we left at like 5 in the morning. We were so tired. We kept having to pull over at rest stops and like sleep and like whatever, and we got back to my house, and that same night was the Asbury show. And Asbury was, like, Billy and Schmiz's hometown show, so it was packed with all of their, like, friends, family, whatever. The show was fun, but, like, it was at Asbury Lanes, and the air conditioning at Asbury Lanes was broken, and this girl passed out and was, like, seizing, and it was all horrible. (laughs) Say hi, guys! 
Um, you can say hi. They can hear you. I'm not going to drop the name, but one of the Hold on, Allie. I'm talking to Worship. Oh, sorry. Hi. I miss you, Worship. She says she misses you. Do you miss her? Uh-huh. I miss you, too. I miss you, too. Uh Talking about Worship's favorite band. For any audio listeners, Jazz's little sister has just come into frame. (laughs) She's chomping on a fruit roll-up right now. Good for her. All right. Say goodbye, guys. Like, whatever. Like, one of the band members had a lot of friends there who were very (laughs) aggressive moshers. And a lot of people, specifically Nick, were getting angry about these moshers. Yeah. And I will say, I mysteriously ended up with a cut on my knee and I never fell down and after the show I ended up with a cut on my knee so like you do the math and I will say that the mosh was so intense that I started well the show stopped because of it (laughs) yeah the show the the show stopped a girl seized and had to leave and it was literally when that girl like was seizing Nobody really knew what was going on. The show was stopped, and there was a big circle around her, and somebody just yelled, call 911, and it was just like, the show was stopped was for at least 10 minutes. It was really scary. Was, I've still to this day never seen anything like that. Any, ever never, again. Yeah. It was not good. She was- it The was Asbury bad. show, like, it was whatever. We talked to Nick after. He made fun of Allie. It was great. Um, we moved on yeah but then that weekend so then they had five days off which was so convenient for me because like I said I'm from Asbury it was 4th of July weekend and my birthday is July 3rd so I got to be at home for my birthday it was very good timing and at Laurel's birthday dinner was when um, the fact that I had had a Pittsburgh ticket yeah, got brought in Allie was the only one who had a Pittsburgh ticket because they sold out and we were like we're not fucking we're not fucking going me, to Pittsburgh. Me and Laurel, we, we did it out of spite. We were like, no, because you need to learn your lesson. You need to eat the cost of $30. And mind you, mind you, Pittsburgh is six hours away from my house. Also, was an 18 plus show. Yeah. <laughs> so, at Laurel's and birthday. And it was sold out. At Laurel's birthday, me and Laurel are looking at each other and we're like, should we go? Hmm? You know, like, doing that little face. And Jazz was like, no. (laughs) We ended up going. And Jazz and Allie didn't even go to the show. I just went. I gave her a ticket. That was, like, part of her birthday present. That was, like, part of her birthday present. I gave her my ticket. Um, She had a great time. Me and Jazz drove around Pittsburgh. Shout out to my girl, Anna, that I met in Pittsburgh, who hung out with me the whole night. She was so cool. Love her so much. Oh, another thing. I wasn't even supposed to- Oh, actually, not yet. Never mind. Keep yeah, we're going. not there yet, girl. So then after the Pittsburgh show was the Washington, D.C. show, and I was really excited to go to this show because I really liked the name of the venue. They played at Black Cat, and I was like, oh my god, Black Cat, like, it's a sign. I- whatever. And so we went to D.C., which was like a five-hour, four-hour drive from Pittsburgh. I really don't know. But we went to D.C. and we stayed in this hotel that was so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous. We had a huge room. 
it was the cheap one of the cheapest hotels we stayed at it was like a boarding house and it had a huge like green room a living room a gorgeous bathroom like and they told us all the history of where we were staying. it was amazing i want to go back there so bad i love that place so much jazz please insert a picture when you're editing like of this place it was fucking amazing i would do anything to go back outside if you I don't know if you've ever been there you'll know outside of this hotel there was a sink just on the step and it was really throwing me for a loop Allie was so <laughs> hung up on this sink every time we walked like, past the sink she was like there's a sink here why was there a sink outside like, the hotel and the keys to your room were on like a wooden block like it was a key oh, they were so cool. it was so cool yeah so we stayed at that hotel I don't remember a lot about the DC show I just remember that it was like fun and then whatever. I remember it being freezing cold. Oh, it was re- freezing. You know what I remember about DC? A lot of rats running the streets. One of the most disgusting cities I have ever been to in my life. It is only dethroned by San Francisco and Reno, Nevada. Oh, something specific that didn't normally happen was um. So Nick plays normal acoustic alone by himself, but Schmiz played it with him this time. Yeah, which was it cool. sounded so good. But it was very good. Um, it wasn't. I don't know why. I think he accidentally came out. He came out early. Nick yeah. played mm-hmm. two acoustic songs. He played Ugly Side and then Normal, and he came out early because they leave during this part. And he mm-hmm. came out early and was like, "Oh, I guess we're doing this." Yeah. And he well, because like, Nick was it. talking for so long. Yeah, but they all assumed both songs were played. He talked for a very long time. Yeah. So then the next night was um the next day we drove back from DC to my house, which is a four hour drive. We woke up at five in the morning, and I want to make it known that Jasmine is the worst person to wake up in the morning. I fucking hate her so much in the morning. And we were leaving oh, DC. Is it her bad news? Her bad news wake-ups no it's not that she just is a bit oh it's her not waking up in the morning yeah. yeah so me and Allie are awake we're packing our stuff we're getting ready Allie took a shower like we were all having a grand old time it's five in the morning we're getting ready to leave and two minutes before we leave jazz is still in bed sleeping and we're like jazz get the fuck up so she stands up out of bed she's like I'm ready. Let's go. And we were like, are you sure you have everything? Like, whatever. And she's like, I yeah. Told her, I said, check the room. Check the bathroom. Make sure yeah. you have everything. She said, she I don't. She, there. Yeah, she said, I don't need to check. I have everything. She did not have everything, reader. She left her pants that she was supposed to wear to the New York City show in that fucking room. That was her karma. Yeah, it so was. we went to Laurel's house. We got bagels. And then we took and no, then you're we not. took the train into the city. We took the train into the city. Yeah. And we stayed in the city that night, which normally, like, me and Allie never do because we're just, like, an hour and a half away on the train. Mm-hmm. But we did that night. We got a hotel. And we and went then We went to Webster we went- Hall, which is, like, one of the biggest shows, like, headlining shows of their career. I'm sorry, but I'm Only Me When I'm With You is the first surprise song at the Taylor Swift show tonight. <gasps> I know. Wow. I get notifications. Let me know when you know the second one. Anyway, so we went to the New York show, which that show, the moth is back. But that show was like, I'm trying. Uh, I injured it, but it's still around. Um, But that show was great. We were in the balcony for that show, too. So we had a really great view. That was a really 
like special show because it was just like the biggest show they've played as a headliner like it was basically sold out yeah. and it was the biggest venue they've ever played yeah well, that was it was a great show it was really really a great show we had a great time the energy of new york city is just unmatched and it was so nice like after seeing them at however many shows we had been to at this point like looking being on the balcony and looking down into a crowd this big and they were giving it like so much like they were so excited to be the, like looking down into the crowd was better for me than watching the stage because it was like damn like these people like they came out they paid they loved this bit like this is their only show they're seeing and they are so excited to be here and it was just like yeah, really can I- sweet can I also say, like, the openers, like, it was mm-hmm. also, like, crazy for them to be doing that, too. Yeah. It was, like, Moth was one of the openers, and so was Girl House. And Shout out to them. Both, they were great openers. They were both very emotional as well, especially Girl House. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, she well, had... Girl House did Broadway. Like, she was in the Broadway, revival yeah. of Spring Awakening, and she was the voice like for a deaf girl who played the main character in spring awakening and like it was like a full circle moment for her she said and it was just like yeah. a great so it was, beautiful. it was a very emotional show and i can also say that me jazz and laurel at this point had been to so many shows that on moth's set list was an unreleased song that they had not released yet and it was called photo booth is out now like it's a very great song and we knew the lyrics at this point we had heard we had it been to- so many shows <laughs> We had been to so many shows, and I think at one of the shows I recorded the whole song so we could know it better. And I remember at this show, us being on the balcony screaming it, and Moth like noticed and was like, "Yeah." And then we talked. We talked to them after, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like we were talking, we were like, "We love Photo Booth," and they were like, "Yeah, I noticed that." Yeah, they were very. That uh, show was just that was a great show and then the next day they had a show in boston but we had planned like in advance we the boston show sold out like immediately it was only like a 100 cap and which is crazy to go from playing a 1400 cap basically sold out to a 100 cap the next day but so we weren't able to get tickets to boston and it was just like out of the way so we didn't go to boston we instead went to a broadway show we went and we saw into the woods with the original like revival cast so like if you watch Broadway, like, you're gonna know the names I'm saying. Like, Brian Darcy James was in it, Philippa Sue, Julia Lester, like, it was a fucking fire cast, so we went and saw that. And then the... (laughs) And then the day after was Philadelphia. I'll let somebody else take that. I got it. (laughs) So, this was... (laughs) This was supposed to be my last show of the tour. I was supposed to end here and just... So I was moving to Texas this summer, like literally uprooting my life and moving across the state. And me and Allie were supposed to go to Lollapalooza together, which was like the end of July, first week of August. So she, and this, the Philadelphia show was July 10th. So I was supposed to stay there until Lala and pack (laughs) because I was leaving. Um, So anyways, so we so we wake up the morning of the philly show um i slept at home got a great night's sleep personally (laughs) um and then laurel and jazz picked me up to go to the philly show we're waiting in line nothing really important happened i don't think before the show there's a lot of things that are significant about philly but we can't say them 
And you can yeah, leave that I'm, in. I'm trying to think, like, what I can say. Like, Trevor's brother got picked yeah. out by Nick because he liked his hair. Yeah. Nothing really crazy happened that we can, um... We can't, yourself, guys. we can't really talk about Philly. There's not a lot was, to, we can say about Philly. The only cool kind of thing was that Nick was, like, talking to this person in the crowd, like, the whole time because he really liked his hair. And he ends up, he had a poster that said, like, or he said something and was like, let me play favorite liar with you. And... So he was like, you know what? I've never done this before, but sure. So he brings him on stage and it ends up being their their stage manager. What, do you, what would you call Trevor? He's like a tech. Tech? He, bring, he ends up being their tech's brother. Trevor's brother, I forget his name, comes on stage and plays Favorite Liar with them. And um, I think Billy and Aaron also switched, right? No. I feel like Billy was not on the drums. Trevor was on the drums. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, Ooh. Trevor was on the drums. Laurel's Trevor back was on the drums. Gone. His brother was on the guitar. You guys, I um, want you to know, I drank so much, my piss was clear. <laughs> good for you. Thank you for that piece of information. You're welcome. Um, that's all I can really say about Philly. Um... Why are we in a rainstorm? Jazz, turn your mic off. <laughs> no, but they're in a I don't care. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Anyways, so Philly yeah. was the day before that they were supposed to leave for like the second half, and okay. it was like, yeah, we were supposed to leave for the second half. But not the next day. We were the next show we were supposed to go to was Orlando, Florida, and there were two shows before that: Charlotte, North Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina. And we were like, you know what? They're on the way, so we might yeah. as well just go tomorrow. And that's how we added Charlotte and Charleston. So I was not supposed to go. I was supposed to stay home. I ended up. I was during the philly show i was texting my dad and i was like because i didn't want philly to be my last show because it was not a good last show and i was like dad like please like you have to let me go (laughs) anyways i ended up convincing him and like an hour before the show i call laurel and i was like pick me up and she did and so we left for north carolina Yeah, she convinced her dad an hour before we left that she was going to the rest of the tour, which was North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee, and that she would fly back from Louisville, which is the airport closest to my grandparents, because after Tennessee, we were driving back to my grandparents' house. They were going and flying to L.A. Yeah, to meet you, Jeff. And I knew I was never going to get, like, convince him of that far, but I was like, let me see if I can do a little bit more, you know? And it worked. So then the it next did. day, we woke up early in the morning and Allie said, pick me up. And I said, okay, bring a case of water. So we drove over to Allie's house. We picked her up. She brought a case of water. And then it was like a, it was like an eight, nine hour drive. Maybe this longer. This was our longest drive. This yeah. is our longest drive. This was a long ass drive. We drove all the way to North Carolina in one day. Um, and then we got there at night. Like we got there we that night. Yeah, we stayed at this hotel. We just, like, hung out. 
And then the next day in North Carolina, I wore my most whore-like outfit. I wore black mesh pants with je- and a bodysuit that had cutouts here, cutouts on the side, cutouts there. And I taped my boobs so well. Jazz, please insert a picture of what I wore. I taped my boobs so well that I got into a mosh pit that night and they did not move. We refer to this outfit as her moment. You can't say that, Allie. <laughs> I know, but it's fine. You can just cut it out. Bleep that out. There, I marked it. But that show was fun. It was really hot that day, except it wasn't fun because Allie and me were in the line for a long time and Jazz was in the fucking car. And then we walked, we were about to go in and I went to go get Jazz out of the car. And by the time I got back to the line, where Allie was, she was already inside, and then they were like, you're not getting in. Like, how do I know your friend's really in there? And I was like, let me the fuck in. So they finally let me in. I scanned my ticket, and then Jazz can't get her fucking ticket account to work, as usual. It was so annoying. And I was like- You can't even defend herself. I have Good, I don't want her to defend herself, because she's gonna say some stupid shit. Because she makes multiple- different accounts with multiple different emails and then forgets the password and then doesn't have the recovery code to get to the emails and can't recover her passwords and whatever it's fully on her this is the story so i'm like spread out like this you know the little like leg stance that you do to hold your friend's spots at concerts you know and the people next to me fortunately were very nice i befriended them and um Nothing really happened. Laurel finally joined me, and then we waited, like, another ten minutes for Jazz. Yeah. And, um... The show was fun. It was a good show. Like, I can't say anything good or anything bad about it. It was just a really fun show. I had a great time. Um... Well, actually, me personally... Yeah, for you, Allie, it was better. Um, it's second on my list of of show rankings. It was a really Um, fun show. I will say that. I remember having a great time. But also, there were other outstanding factors that I can't talk about. Um, I, it's a reoccurring theme that I end up nowhere near Laurel and Jazz once the actual Allie show gets on the fucking barricade. We're 45 rows back. This bitch is on the barricade. And it's not like I push my way up there. Like, it just happens. Like, I never push my way up there. It'll be like... From the so way she the has a magnet, ended, a barricade magnet. Yeah, she does. She's gravitating towards the barricade. It'll be the way the mosh ends, or like people leave. Like I've had people leave, and I like fill up their spot. Like whatever. Like so, it just happens. So in North Carolina, I ended up literally being on the barricade, and I just had such a great time. Like I had a lot of interaction with Nick during the show. Like. Not to be stupid, but it was like, oh, we like, he like grabbed my hand at one point and <laughs> I didn't even realize. You said no, not no. to be stupid. <laughs> because I was like holding up my hand, like, because that's what you do. You like, Jazz, you, like, please you, insert the video. We're like vibing to music, so like funny. whatever. And he, I'm holding up my hand like this and he just goes. Just <laughs> Dude, I need this video to be inserted because he was thrilled. And he was like grabs my hand and i was like literally in shock so i was filming too and i just panned to my hand like the video i literally just panned and show my hand <laughs> it was so funny off. and he got into the crowd 
and we had like a face-to-face -face moment like because he got into the crowd and we had like a moment where we were literally singing favorite liar to each which, other which like on the summer tour he didn't get into the crowd like he did on the fall tour on the fall tour he came into the crowd during favorite liar every night on the summer tour he did it maybe three times so he did it during charlotte and we were literally like face-to-face -face, and i was like you know and then after the show um jazz was dealing with some things so she went to the car she was on a call or something i don't know she was she was on the phone with somebody and laura went with her and so i was outside the venue and schmiz comes outside he comes outside and he's standing on the fence like that there's like a fence on the venue and he's standing on it and there's like a crowd of people around and he was like you know because I think this was the best, like, one of their favorite shows yet. Like, you could tell that they loved that show. It was a good show. And he comes outside and he's, like, thanking everybody. Which, like, later... Cut that out, bleeper! And so he's he's standing there and he's, like, talking. He's like, yeah, like, this is one of my favorite shows yet. And I was like... And I was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, like, this was one of my favorite shows, too. Like, I've been to, I think at that point it was, like, seven or six or whatever. And I was like, I've been to six shows, and I think this is definitely, like, one of the top of my list. And he's like, what? You been to that? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually from New Jersey. And he's like, you're from New Jersey? I'm from New Jersey. And I was like, yep, we've had this conversation before. But, like, it's okay. <laughs> um, And so we ended up getting into it. A conversation about new jersey again which like if you're from new jersey like it's your whole life like yeah. you get it like so we were just talking about new jersey and he was like and he was like you know what you know what fuck poly d and i was like you're so right like fuck poly d and fuck we poly d and we were just talking about that and i like and i like turned to him and i was like you know like schmidt's like i have a question for you and i was like do you say pork roll or do you say taylor ham and he was like are you fucking kidding me like, obviously, I fucking say pork roll. Like, I'm not crazy. And I, was I want like, everyone to know it is pork roll. If you are listening, it's fucking pork roll. I'll kill you. Allegedly. She's true. <laughs> she's true. She's... I'm marking that for a TikTok. <laughs> I'll kill you. Allegedly. <laughs> it's, it's pork roll. Anyways, so that conversation ends... Laurel and Jazz, come pick me up Why in the car. Why won't this bug die? <laughs> okay. Laurel and Jazz, come pick me up in the car. Um, oh, fucking Christ. I'm going on mute. And then we leave. Um, this is so much talking that I have to do right now. Um, so then we go back to the hotel. Nothing really happens. The next day we wake up and we drive to... I forget if there was an off day. I feel like there was not. We just we drove no to... off day. <laughs> we drove to South Carolina. Um, that show thing... a lot didn't happen at that show. We were in Charleston. It was a good day. Whatever. The only thing that happened at that show is that Mr. Nick Anderson debuted a broken hand. He walked out with like an ace. Oh, also another weird thing. We did not go early at all. Like, I think we were actually, like, later yeah. compared to, like, times that we go for shows. And there are VIP at these shows. And there was one barricade line of Ahead VIP. Of that was it. It was so a small I would, show. We, 
So we were, again, like, second behind the people on Barricade. Like, literally right on there. And, like, um, again, with South Carolina, like, we can't really talk about a lot that happened. But it was a good show. Um, it had a broken hand. It was fun. It was fresh. Um, oh, the one thing from Nick's broken hand is he usually played normal and ugly side acoustic. But he couldn't because he couldn't play a guitar. So instead... They played four, which was really great because I love that song. That was crazy. So Moth came out and they played the guitar while Nick sang. I cried personally. It was... It was a really good, like, it was good. I don't know when the last time he played that live was. So, like, it was very... It was at the beginning of tour. Oh, okay. Regardless, it was very emotional. I was like... I was crying like I'm pretty sure he cried like there were tears it was a crazy rendition of that song yeah (laughs) but yeah so Charleston was fun and then the next night was Orlando Florida and that was a little bit wild that show was at this fuck the Beecham that was where the show was and it rained hard as hell that night like Jazz got soaked outside in the line me and Allie Insert picture of Jazz standing with the umbrella. Yeah, me and Allie were under a cover, and Jazz had the opportunity to come under the cover and didn't. I don't know why she chose to do that. But I think the storm, like, blew something at the venue, and, like, the the show started, like, two and a half hours late. Everything was wrong. People were pissed. Like, Andrew, their sound guy, was literally raging. They were running extension cords from the green room onto the stage. Like, it was just hell. That was a horrible show. Fuck the Beecham. I never want to go back there. It was horrible. But then the next show was Allie's technical last show, which was Atlanta, which is one of the most fun rec shows I've ever gone to. Can I? Can I? Yeah, go okay. for it, Allie. So their opening act um, is Moth. And they go first because they also played with the recs at the time. They were also like guitarist and um, keyboardist on keys. And so it was Moth, then Girl House, then the recs. That doesn't really matter. But moth had a song that i specifically very much fell in love with on tour it's called somewhere in your dreams and it was it like it's my song and you know i'm gonna post it this is clip for, it is your song it's literally my song like it's my fucking song i'm gonna post this clip for someone else to hear but um uh so so throughout tour I specifically like would have like a little moment with moth during somewhere in your dreams and then during on like the DC show the set list changed and somewhere in your dreams was taken off the set list and I literally like like everybody around me was like what the fuck I gasped I was like <gasps> because it's usually <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, where is it? Like, I was freaking out. So I literally DM'd Moth and I was like, please put Somewhere in Your Dreams back on the set list. And the next night, guess what was on the set list? Somewhere in Your Dreams? That was, that was definitely Anyways. for you. And so they were the, vibing. They were having the best time. Like, ev- people were turning around in the crowd. Like, people were like, oh, this girl loves Somewhere in Your Dreams. Anyways, so at the Atlanta show, this kind of moment happened again because we were very visible from where we were and the stage was like the perfect height, like the venue was amazing. We became really good friends with these two guys that were standing in front of us after the Moth set though. So we'll get to that. Um, So Moth comes out, like 
we have our moments during the other songs, but then somewhere in your dream starts i shriek i'm like yes because i was like scared that they were going to take it off the set list again because they tweeted after tour and were like i hated somewhere in your dreams coming into tour and now it's like one of my favorite songs to play live because of the fan reactions and i was like yeah that was ali's night that was ali that was you girl so ali ali got somewhere in your dreams Allie had a great night, and they didn't know. And they played it on tour, too, on their tour, so. Yeah, and the thing is, like, they didn't know it was Allie's last show. So she got Somewhere in Your Dreams. She got a guitar pick from the Rex. Like, she got Schmiz's guitar picks. Like, she had a great night, and the show was so fun. We made so many friends with the crowd around us. It was the most friendly and fun Rex crowd I've been in probably ever. I, I still talk to multiple people I met in that crowd. Shout out to Aubrey. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Justin. Like, you guys all yes. slay. That crowd was so fun. It was just the most fun environment. Like, I've never been in a Rex crowd like that. Like, out of all the crowds I've been in, number one. Best crowd ever. So much fucking fun. Everybody was so nice. Like, literally every single person there was nice. Like, I remember waiting in the line outside, mm-hmm. and, like, we were talking- We were playing headbands. Yeah. This became a tradition. Me, Laurel, and Jazz started playing headbands in line. Um, We were never in line for too long. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, at most, like, two, three hours. Yeah. But we were playing headbands, and we met Aubrey, and she was she was so nice. And I talked to her, like- a couple months ago when our because we had both pre-ordered like the package with the somber vinyl and like everything in it and whatever and it just like kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed yeah. and delayed well she texted and- us and asked if we were going to the birmingham show on the um fall tour yeah anyways so that was my favorite show yeah atlanta was so much fun and then the next day or, yeah, the next day was the Nashville show, which is where Allie sat out of and cried, as we said. The Nashville well, show, I'm not going to listen. The Nashville show was live streamed. Um, I was watching. Yeah. I was, I was and watching. I just want to say, and this is Me no too. shade. This is absolutely no shade to the Rex or to anyone that went to the Nashville show or anything like that. I love the Rex. And I think that the Rex, even when they put on their worst show, still put on a better show than 95% of artists. And this show was so bad. Like, it was the worst show I've ever seen. And, like, not not ever. The worst show I had ever seen from them. It was just, like, something was off. Something was wrong. I did not enjoy this. It was not good. I'm so sorry to the Rex, but it was not that show. So like another thing about it was that was that it was a it was it was live streamed with Girl House and the Rex, but Moth was not included in it, which was like yeah, very that was awkward. so weird. So during Moth's set, I was gonna watch it, but I couldn't. So I was sitting in Laurel's car, and we're parked literally on top of the venue. Yeah. Um, they they were inside. I like waited in line with them and talked to them, and then when they went into the venue, I went into the car. And I really had to pee, and there was a restaurant around the corner. So I went around to this, like, barbecue place around the corner. And you guys can mark this out if you want. But it's not really anything significant. But I go into the restaurant, and Schmiz is at a table with, like, a bunch of friends. And there's only one way to get to the bathroom in this place. And I, like, am going to go to the bathroom. And as I'm going to, like, 
pass the table. I had to pass their table to go to the bathroom. He decides to move to the table next to him. So he's like picking up his stuff and moving it. And I didn't realize until I was already literally like, it was too late to halt. And so we bump into each other and I didn't stop. I just kept walking and I went to the bathroom. I slammed the door. I was like, because <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Because I was like, how many times am I going to physically run into this man? That because was funny. That's not the first time, which is like, why does that keep happening? That's and so, funny. so I stayed in the bathroom for too long. And then I was like, oh, I feel bad because there's the only bathroom in this place. Like, whatever. So. I took a couple Instagram pictures and then I left. And as I opened the door, like the way he was seated was like staring at the door. So like I opened the door and I just looked and I was like, <laughs> and just walked and walked away. And I had to walk past them actually to, to, to leave. So that's so funny. That was nice. But yeah. And then, so I'm sitting in the car with the windows down during moth set and Laurel and jazz have told me this since then, but, they say that Moth was, like, looking for me during Somewhere Near Dreams, which also made me cry because they texted me while it was happening. It was like, Moth is looking for you. Yeah. And so I had my windows down listening to Somewhere Near Your Dreams, and I started crying. because I was like, this is so sad. Like, my last show was yesterday. You know, like, I don't know when I'm going to see them live again. You know, whatever. And so I was crying with the car on because it was really hot and I had the air conditioning on. And then in front of me... <laughs> In front of me walked Shriz and his friends who he was just with at the barbecue place and they saw me crying in the car. And they, they like, turned because the headlights were on and they turned and they were, like, <laughs> they just went inside the venue. So, I'll never yeah, Nashville was really interesting. Yeah, anyway. So the next oh, and then they, we didn't stop in a hotel that night. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was about to say. We were supposed to have a hotel that night, but it was getting towards the end of tour and we were running out of money. So we were like, we didn't plan like very well for this tour. As we heard, if you listen to the last episode, you'll hear all about it. But we were running out of money and my grandma lives four hours away from Nashville. So we were like, we'll just drive to her house. So we drove to my grandma's house and then they had two shows in texas on the 18th and the 19th nashville was on the 16th and we tried so hard to figure out how to get to those texas shows and we just couldn't figure it out so we were at my grandma's house for a few days and then there was a show in phoenix on the 21st which we added me and jazz and jazz decided we were going to go to the phoenix show on during Summerfest, we were like, let's add After the Chicago show. Yeah. I was like, I sat in the car and I said, guys, what if we go to Phoenix? Yeah. And we were like, yeah, let's go to Phoenix. So on the- and Jazz was like, we're not going to Phoenix. <laughs> Jazz so- is always a hater. Yeah, she is. We, were- we went to Phoenix. So on the 20th of July, we- me and Jazz were supposed to fly out from Louisville <laughs> to um, LA where Jazz was going to pick us up. And Allie was flying home to New Jersey that day, too. So we get to the airport, and Jazz is like, I'm not coming. So Jazz goes home like a bitch, and Allie goes home. <laughs> and I, and I feel, this is all happening in the middle of the night. So I have no idea that any of what happened, anything that happened, we're obviously not going to say what happened, but like <laughs> everything that was going on. I woke up at 7 a.m. because I woke up to pick up Laurel from the airport to drive to LAX. It takes me like an hour and a half. I woke up 
I get a long text message from Laurel. She goes, Jazz is not coming, but I, but I, I'm coming right now. I'm boarding the airplane. I love you so much. I'll see you soon. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was also, scared. I want you to know, I had a layover in Las Vegas, and I like, I was texting Jazz. I was having probably one of the worst mornings of my life ever and i fly to vegas and i land in vegas and i'm literally a mess in this vegas airport like i am on the brink of death waiting no that airport is hell (laughs) the henry reed airport is hell don't nod your head jazz i am on the brink of death in the las vegas airport and all that is happening is it's seven in the morning i hear slots going and they are they are playing on the floor by jennifer lopez on repeat at the loudest fucking volume it could possibly be i thought i really really thought i was gonna die in the vegas airport but i made it to keep in mind keep in mind i had talked to laurel and jazz like while this was all going down i was obviously with them we're leaving to go to the airport me and jazz had like a big heart to heart the night before the airport and then she still ended up not going and um and so we get to the airport i'm already emotional because i'm going home and so whatever i get inside and then my plane gets delayed twice it was a cursed morning yeah. my plane got delayed twice or actually i think three times it got delayed by at least four hours i was freezing i had no jacket i was literally shivering and no place was open yet except for the starbucks which i got food at so i was i was gonna buy like a hoodie and no nothing was open yet I also and want then, you to know I was bawling my eyes out in this airport and I fell to my knees in this airport. I had a bruise on my knee so fucking large and I took me like weeks to figure out where I got it. And then I remembered I fell to my I knees. That. That was so and I remember calling my dad at because I was like, I was like, okay, my dad's awake, like he's getting ready to go to work. And I called my dad and I was explaining to him everything that happened, and he was like, It's okay, like Jazz is still gonna pick you up at the airport, like you're gonna have so much fun. Like <laughs> So I, I go home and I had to take the train home because my dad was not home. So I had to take the the train from the Newark airport back to the Belmar station, which is like two miles away from my house, which then I had to walk two miles back to my house in jeans, Doc Martens with my backpack (laughs) to an empty home. Yeah. Also, I want you to keep in mind, on this whole flight to LA, I'm, like, panicking because me and Jazz with a Z have only met in person, like, three times. I'm like, bro, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) That's so funny. I was like, we have no buffer. Like, what are we going to talk about? We have never hung out one-on-one. We're about to be with each other for five days. And we have a long car ride. Yeah, we were going to, because she was picking me up from LAX, and we were driving straight to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, it was, so she, it was I, I was also nervous. Yeah, I was, like, so scared, and then you picked me up, and it was so fine. Like, we were just going off, like, together. Like, we were just on what, like, we were just so, like, naturally clicking. It was, thank God. Yeah. Thank God, or else it would have been a really, really awkward weekend. Yeah, it really would have. But we had such a good time. Like, you picked me up. We went right to Chick-fil-A. We, like, 
talked and then i remember we went we started our drive to phoenix and there were trucks like running us off the fucking road it was scary that was a scary drive and also it was 125 fucking degrees and i had to change my outfit in the love's truck stop in palm springs yeah but we drove and it went fairly smooth yeah like Besides us getting ran off the road multiple times yeah. by these big ass trucks. Yeah. But then we got to no, Mesa. With Jazz, I remember like you were playing your playlist and you were playing so many good songs. And I was like, I didn't want to ask you what songs they were. And I was shazamming them and adding them to my playlist. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's valid. That That's valid. Because I also get not wanting to ask. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, this kind of slaps. No, but yeah, so we drove, and then we got to Mesa, what, the day before the show? Yeah. And we drove around, we were just driving around, we got to our hotel, checked in, and then we went to dinner. Mm-hmm. We went to Chili's. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I love that. That was a sleigh chili. We, we had so much food for the, just the two of us, which was crazy. I felt like the whole table was full of food. Well, the problem was we got to that Chili's and immediately started drinking. Yeah, at this point, I'm, I was now 21, so now I could drink in public, yeah. which I was really excited about, because the problem with Chicago was my birthday was literally in three days, Yeah, but I still couldn't drink. Like, oh, that just made me so mad. So that was Laurel, Laurel and I's first drink together, mm-hmm. and then we, the next day, the show, we drove past the venue in the morning, mm-hmm. and... Then we went back to the hotel. Oh, first when we woke up, remember that there was a maintenance guy standing outside of our window. Yes! Oh my god, I forgot about that! Walking around, doing work. The, the, the we were on, like, open. the eighth floor, too. Yes, and it was just, it was so strange. No, but Jazz, but- I don't know if you remember this, but you scared the shit out of me because when we were about to get to Phoenix, you were like, okay, the first thing we have to do is check our room for scorpions. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, for what? Yes, no. You when you're in Arizona, guys, check your hotel rooms, the closet, the bathrooms for scorpions. They are around and they get into things. And I was yeah, the last thing, no. The last thing we needed was to get stung by a scorpion. I was the like, I literally was like, holy shit, I'm gonna die in Arizona. Jazz just told me we have to check our fucking room for scorpions. No, because the other like. On the rest of tour, other jazz, jazz with an S, was like, guys, like, we have to check for bed bugs, you know, like, whatever. But, like, bed bugs is a normal thing to have to be checking for. Scorpions? Scorpions is crazy. No, because they just run around and it was the dead of summer. They're just out. They're but, like, just roaming. Day of the show, we went to a really cute breakfast place. Do you remember that place, Jazz? Yeah, we went to this little bagel shop. It was so cute. They had, um,. License plates everywhere. That's like such an Arizona thing too. I mean, I, I'm sure they do it everywhere else, but like. And I remember because I was so from Arizona, love that. I was so excited to see it because my dad he collects license plates, and I remember you remember I was walking around taking pictures to send to my yeah. dad. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> but yeah, so we went to this cute little bagel shop, and then, um gosh, I really don't. We I feel like the day flew by. Me too. I feel like we were really tired that day because we drove so far and it was it was so fucking hot. It was like it was 130 so degrees. But yeah, so we went to the Phoenix show. We stayed in the car for a little while and then we finally got out. And I was like, oh, I have a, I don't know why I had a towel in the back of my car, but we brought the towel out. 
and we were sitting down and dude, it was not like I, a jazz it was not like a towel it was like a round donut tapestry no it was a donut towel <laughs> and i just don't know why that one was in my car <laughs> why i had that specific one but I, so we went and we were laying on no, outside dude, it was so fucking hot hold on laurel i can't hear you laurel you're frozen say that again can you hear me yeah. yeah, I accidentally turned my microphone off because I dropped it. Um, you know what the true introduction to our friendship was for me, Jazz? What? When we were in the car and we were driving to Arizona, and you were like, "Yeah, I piss a lot. I have toilet paper in the back seat so I can piss on the side of the road at the desert." Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was because there's nowhere to go pee. That was just. I was like, "Don't!" I was like, "Don't be alarmed. We're gonna pull over." And you did. <laughs> and I'm gonna piss on the side of the road. And you did. That's what I do. And we'll get into the more of me pissing on the sides of roads on the fall tour episode. Yeah. But, um, dude, the vet, okay, Phoenix, Arizona, let me tell you, the worst crowd of my entire life. No, I've I, never think, been I still so think, bad. I think San Francisco was worse than Phoenix, but Phoenix was really bad. You think it was worse? Yes. There was a dude groping us in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We got sexually assaulted. <laughs> we got sexually assaulted. But, yeah. So, Ali's face was so funny. I was I'm laughing. It's crazy. Because it was not funny. I no, it was like not you, funny at all. I was actually very I upset. I feel like you guys did not tell me that. Yeah. No, yeah. We got sexually assaulted. We'll get into that later. That's another episode. But, um... In Arizona, there was these people, they just, like, did not have concert etiquette at all, and it was so fucking hot, and there were so many people in there, inside, and people got, like... Inside the venue, it got up to be 150 degrees. It was so hot in there. Like, Laurel and I walked out the show, mascara running and also, down our face. Like, when we walked out of dread. the show, it was 109 degrees outside, and it felt like air conditioning. No, it felt so good. But yeah, we got into two fights that day. Shout out! I wish I I wish we would have got the girls next to us, got her Instagram or something because like I want to be friends with her so bad. Yeah. Like these people kept cutting in front of Laurel and I, and I was like, you guys could stand anywhere but here. Like, get going. Um. But yeah, we fought with a lot of people that day. There's this blue-haired girl that I'm going to mention in this episode, and when we get to the fall tour, she comes back up, but there was this blue-haired girl, she was such a fucking bitch, dude. She, like, got in front of us, and all of her friends got behind me, like, when I- Oh, Laura and I were sitting on the ground. The girl next to us was screaming at this girl and her friends. I want to let you guys know, like, it was so hot in this venue. When we were sitting down, Jazz had her shoes off, and I was taking my rings off because my hands were swelling from the heat that it was, like, cutting off my blood flow to have my rings on. Like, there was just no room to be, like, getting in front of people the way they were. And also, that's just fucking rude. And this is all before the show started. So the girl next to us is screaming at these people and they're not listening and not moving. So I said, if I have to get up off this floor, I'm going to make it everyone's problem. And they didn't want to move. So I looked over to Laura and said, I'm going to get up off this floor. <laughs> and then I had my shoes on. So I was like, if you guys make me put on my shoes, it's going to be bad. Like, this is going to be bad for a lot of people. <laughs> so I got up and I was like, you need you need to go. Da, da, da. I was screaming at them. And I was like, I have no ties to this venue. I never have to come back here a day of my life. And like, I was, I was ready to Jazz, fight. you said, I am not from this city. You don't want to try me. 
I was ready to fight that day. I was so. It was just too much going on. They were, and the, but and they the, were so disrespectful. They were so fucking rude. And there were a lot of them. And they got there when doors opened. And they were exactly. cutting in front of people. And they weren't doing it nicely. They weren't like, oh, excuse me. They were like shoving people. And they were being exactly. assholes. So then the girl's friends, it was like all of the friends except for the blued hair bitch got behind us or they moved or that was the first group. The first group, they were standing directly in front of me. And they moved over in front of Laurel. And I go, and this is my friend, and you can't stand in front of her either. <laughs> so like, I was like, keep going, keep going. And then the blue hair girl, she turned around, she said, I'm not moving, you're so tall. I said, grow. Get taller. <laughs> this is not my problem. This is not my problem. And then she was standing there for a while, and then she turns around. I have to show you guys how she turned around, because it was so funny. She went like this. She said... <laughs> You know, I'm just having a really bad day, and I'm just really sorry. And that's just so. And I said, "That's fine, as long as you don't do it again." Jazz, and then so she I just appreciate. I just appreciate Jazz's ability to make anybody apologize. Yeah. Like, no, literally. Like, like she, also, she, Jazz, she, put a light on, girl. It is dark as fuck in there. Yeah, your whole room is black. That's better. Oh, it looks cool. Okay. But Jazz, yeah, so if then one um, thing Jazz is gonna do it's it's fight someone. No fight. And I'm the thing fight. about us in crowds is we will make friends with anyone around us. But these girls were so fucking mean. Yeah, and, but the girl, the girl next to us, she, I mean, she was like, cussing them <laughs> out. She's like, "Your mom's a bitch. Your grandma's a bitch." Like she was fucking going in on these people, dude. Like I thought I was crazy. She was fucking. Bitching these people she was out, dude. Not letting up. She said, "I will do this the whole." She literally said to them, "She said, I will do this the whole show, so you're gonna want to fucking move." She was like, "You're fucking ugly." She, I was like, "Oh my god!" She was going in on these girls, but the Phoenix was such a good show, dude. It was so hot. At one point, they had uh, they had to stop the show because it got to an unsafe temperature, and. Um, and shout also, out to the guys. Yeah, I was gonna say I want to shout out the Rex because the venue kept telling them it was gonna be fine with the temperature and that they were prepared, and they were not prepared. The Rex went out with their own card and they bought seven hundred water bottles, seven industrial fans, and like super soakers. They had seven fans on their stage that they were fanning the crowd down, and they handed out all seven hundred water bottles to the point there wasn't even enough. Like a girl was like feeling like lightheaded and she was like she had the show stop for her and she was feeling lightheaded and she was like, Can I have some water? There was no water left in the whole venue and Nick gave his own water bottle to this girl. And can props to them because I've been to a lot of shows where a lot of people passed out for a lot less. Shout out to the driver era who doesn't give water at their shows. Fuck them. But at this show specifically, not a single person hit that fucking floor. Everyone was fine. No one passed out, which was really shocking because, again, it was 150 degrees in that venue. And so they stopped the show and then they played um, Soak Up the Sun by Cheryl Crow. And you know what? And this is proof that if your band wanted to, they fucking would because they would. have the means to make sure that you guys in that crowd are fucking fine and okay and that no one is passing out and they're choosing not to do that. So fuck them. If there's yeah. one thing you can say about the Rex is that they are so kind to their yeah. fans and the audience. Countless times throughout the summer tour, Trevor would come out on stage with a 
full case of water bottles and just throw them into the crowd. And like also, this was the summer after COVID, and I want to make it known, too, that at, you had to, like, at some shows you had vaccine checks, and depending on the state, and every time they would throw out the water bottles, they would always say, please go get tested if you're going to share a water bottle, so shout out to them. Yeah, they really do care about their fans. So again, if your band does not do that, that's their should, choice. And if they're saying find another band, if they're saying it's not their choice, they're lying to you because it is their choice. But yeah, so Phoenix was such a good show. It's such a fun show, to even though we were day, Phoenix, soaking wet. To this day, Phoenix is probably still my favorite show we went to. Like one of the best shows. Um, they did a cover that night too. Yeah. And they had um, this little boy, Wrecker, who Wrecker. came on stage and played the drums for that song, yeah. which was really cool. Um, but yeah, so then we left the show, and then we went back to the hotel because we had to start our descent down into LA. I've never been wetter than when I left the show. I didn't know I could sweat like that. Soaking wet. I mean, like, when I say drenched, I mean it felt like we had... a multiple gallons of water thrown on us yeah i've never had my mascara like run organically like that if i was not crying like it was it was real it was bad i've never looked worse (laughs) i said yeah we need to go we need to get up out of here but yeah so we left the show we went back to the room we were so tired but we had to get up early to start our drive back to la because i'm the show was that night no yes it was yeah, so there was no day off. We had to go to the hotel. We um we got to the hotel. We checked in. My friend Kenzie came we and met up with no, us. No, we didn't even go to the hotel first. We went straight to Applebee's and met oh, Kenzie. Oh, no. We went straight to Applebee's. I and we... I forgot about that. We, shout out Kenzie. Jazz and Kenzie are best friends. We met her on the fault on the um girlfriend tour. And we debriefed the fuck out of her in this Applebee's. We were dropping full legal names in Los Angeles at this Applebee's for multiple hours. Yeah, no, that Applebee's slayed. That was my first time having Applebee's. And it was so good. And yeah, we were giving her the debrief of the century. And then we had to get ready for the show. We went to the show and for reasons... For legal reasons. <laughs> it was crazy. That's all you guys need to know. No, because something something occurred in LA before we even went to, into the show. We were at the venue, but something horrible. We, we walked up to the venue and something extremely alarming was occurring. <laughs> <laughs> so then we said, yeah, we need to go get drunk right now. So we spent so, multiple hours walking around trying to find liquor because... Kenzie was under 21, so we were just going to get shooters at CVS and do them in line, but there was no shooters at the CVS, so we ended up just going to a bar and getting shots and, like, ugh. He said, he said do you want to do another one? I looked over at Laura. I said, we need to do another one. So I'll never we forget what that bartender said to me, too. He was like, where are you from? I was like, I'm from New Jersey. Like, we were talking. I was like, I'm from New Jersey. And when we were leaving, he was like, well, welcome to Gotham City. Oh, yeah, he did say that. So ominous. So ominous. And he was so right. And he was And mind you, LA was the last show of the tour, but there were two nights. It was two nights at the region in LA. So all of this fucked up shit occurred the first night, and we had to go back. (laughs) 
unfortunately we did have to go back there's, so i convinced kenzie to stay for the second show there's a lot of things she was only there's a lot of things about la that we cannot talk about but like just know like it was fucked up it was crazy there were so many emotions going on like a lot of things were happening I like everyone was upset about tour ending everyone was upset about other things things were going on like it was just a lot to deal with at once I'm so glad that I was with Jazz and Kenzie like so glad yeah, it was, it, there was too many things going on but yeah so we did the show I mean nothing monumental I mean lots of monumental things happening but Demi like- Lovato was there that was a monumental thing Demi Lovato was there, and you know what? We were up in that balcony. We were not in the balcony, but we were looking up in the balcony for other reasons and had no idea. Demi Lovato probably thought we were staring at her. I had no idea she was there. I just was looking for someone else. But yeah, I mean, at one point during the show, I was fully turned, like, stage is right here. I was literally like this in the balcony. Me too. And they they probably thought I was staring at them, but I promise I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I had no, the, oh, I had no idea that Demi Lovato was there. Somebody else after the show told me that Demi Lovato was at the show, and I was like, "No, they were not." What the fuck are you talking about? No, because Nick like reposted, reposted their story, story. Exactly. Like, and we said, "I'm sorry, what?" But, and I texted you guys and was like, "Demi Lovato?" Question mark. And you were like, "We didn't know either." <laughs> yeah, no, we had no clue. Because I remember um, you guys were texting me updates, like, of other situations, like, as they were happening, you were like, and I was like, yeah, the Regent, both nights were so fucked up, like, I can't even, we can't talk about it, but it was just, like, horrible, like, the shows were good, there was just a lot of emotion happening. There was a lot of things (laughs) going on those days, but yeah, that was, there's nothing else really to talk about besides those things, but... We went to the second night, and still chaos. Oh, this night I had VIP. Oh, I can I forgot about VIP. While you're telling your VIP story, like, I want to add this before I go piss, but me and Kenzie were outside in the line together while you were in VIP, and we were like, oh my god, what's she saying? And when you called us to tell us what happened in your VIP, you called me, and I want you to know, we were trying not to let other people hear, but me and Kenzie, our ears were pressed together on my phone, trying to listen to what you were saying. No, so... I'm gonna go pee, tell your VIP story. Before tours... Well, when tour was announced, it was announced in April. It was in April, so I hadn't... At the time, like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do VIP for LA. So I got VIP ticket, or I got a VIP ticket. Very naive of me to do at the time. But um, this day, I really didn't want to do it. I was just like, there's just no way I can get in a line and sit in front of a poster and take a picture with them. Like... There's just no fucking way. And so I got fucking blasted before I went in. I mean, I didn't realize how much I smoked until I was in the moment. Like, Kenzie had her little sizzy on her. And, and well, it's not a sizzy. It's better than sizzy. But, no, one of you, those were, things, I'm you. you were hitting it like it, there was no tomorrow. <laughs> like, I was just fucking, I kept hitting it. And I was like. I just didn't realize, like, what I was doing at the time. Like, I've been high before. I've gotten high before. But I don't know why. Like, I just, I was so nervous that I just kept hitting it. And so then it was time to go in line. No, and I really Jazz, wanted to the thing play. is, you weren't even just hitting it. You were, like, chiefing it. <laughs> like, and 
I wanted to just stay in line with Laurel and Kenzie so bad that um, I when the guy checked me in for VIP, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go over here. He's like, no, you have to stay in this line. He was like, at you? I was like, why do I have to stay in this line? And he wouldn't let me go over there to hang out with them. So I was like trying to sign to Kenzie in the line. Like, I was trying to tell her that he wasn't going to let me go. So then I had to get in line. And there were so many things going on while I was in line. But I was separated from Laurel and Kenzie. So I was, like, texting them. And so many things were going, like, crazy things were happening as I was in line. But I'm glad that I was so I could have a different view. Like, we each had different views of what was occurring at the time. But so I finally go in. So Aaron turns around the corner and he says hello. So I walk up and I'm talking to them and like they're all standing in a line and I'm just standing in front of them like this. I'm like, hey guys, what's up? I said, what's going on? Okay, so my thing when I say to people is as I go, what's new? I said that to them. I said, what's new, guys? I was so I was so embarrassed and I was and I really don't remember what else was said and then Nick looks at me and he goes I like your brain I said oh thanks it's it's horrendous but yeah and then I got on the phone with Laurel and Kenzie because they needed to be informed on what happened yeah but yeah but yeah that was LA and then we left the show and we we had to leave yeah we had to leave immediately we damn near ran out that venue we booked it out of that venue. Um, we left and then... And then we were depressed as hell, especially me. I was so... I just went to 20 shows. I was like, holy shit, how am I going to move on? Yeah, and you weren't leaving until like two days later. Yeah. So then we had the whole day off the next day where we were just laying in bed, moping all day. I was so depressed. Like, I genuinely think that... Mm, I don't know if I was more depressed when I left the fall tour or the summer tour. I feel like it was the summer tour and... It was different. The thing, the thing about summer tour, is that like, it was less. It was less personal. Like there were personal moments, but like it was definitely less personal in terms of like, especially like obviously Nick and Aaron. Yeah. So like, it was like I was still really sad, and I have nothing to compare it to, obviously, mm-hmm. because like I think um. I didn't end up going on fall tour. Yeah. But, like, it was it was still sad. Yeah. Though, because it was, like, our first, like, time doing that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was... I was so depressed in the hotel room, like, the day after with Jazz. Like, we did not move from that bed all fucking day. No, we stayed there and we moped. And we door dashed. Like, we didn't even, like... And I remember, too, the hotel overdrew my fucking credit card, so I had to deal with that that morning too because they charged me for the room twice do you remember that yeah i do and they were like yeah our manager's not here yeah and you're like i'm leaving like i don't live here yeah i can't also, just I was because when i was leaving la i was flying back to my grandma's house in indiana and i was going to Lollapalooza like two days later and i needed that money it was like 245 dollars yeah i was i was flying into chicago two days later yeah. And then we went to Lala, which but, was like 
crazy if you really but think when about I, it. Jazz, when you draw, and then, so the end of the summer tour, basically, it was Jazz taking me to LAX, the worst place in the world. She drives me to LAX. She drops me off. I'm fucking so depressed in this airport. I'm, like, crying. I get on the plane. I was sobbing. I was so upset. I get on the plane. I sit down in my, oh, they're sick. I sit down in my seat on this plane. There's, they're fucking nuts. Sick and twisted. I will never forgive them for this. Never. Never. So we had planned, the four of us, we were like, on the next tour, like, we're going to every show. We're not missing shit. And so we, I sit down on the plane. We're about to depart. Like, we're taxiing on the runway. I'm texting them in the group chat. I'm about to put my phone on airplane mode, and I get this stupid fucking notification. And I hear this ad. I laid on my bed. I came in my room. I laid down on my bed. I had just dropped Laura off. I just got done talking to my mom about everything that happened at the show. What was all going on? I was Wait, I laying down to take a nap. What? Huh? I thought I was in the airport when it happened. No, dude, I was on the plane. Wait, which part? Which one are we talking about? When they announced the tour. Okay, keep going. So, I'm on Austin, Texas. So I'm on. I I'm on this plane, and. I see this notification that says where the Rex just made a post and I'm like, Oh, it's a tour wrap up for sure. So I click, no, I click on the post. They're fucking, this is two days after they announced a fall tour, 30 fucking date, like 30 plus dates. They're announcing a fall tour as I'm leaving to take off at LAX. I bought Wi-Fi on this plane because I was freaking the fuck out. I was panicking. I literally had just closed my eyes. My phone goes, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, they're so sick. I'm like, what are they doing? And I saw the tour poster. I said, oh, these men are fucking insane. Yeah. And apparently, at the LA night, many of these people were being leaked. But... Yeah, they knew they didn't they knew more than when the tour was. They had the whole tour routing. They had every venue, every date. And they were airdropping it in the crowd at LA Night too and purposely didn't send it to us. So Oh wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. No now I remember. Yeah. Like we didn't even know that the tour leaked until recently, but so then well, we got. I, I got on that plane. I bought Wi-Fi, and that whole no plane idea ride. We planned were. the fall tour, which no is idea. what we will get into on the next episode. You will hear. We might have to split fall tour into two episodes. That was this a really was good fun. episode. Please like let it. us know what your thoughts are in the comments. But yeah. that was a really great episode. We were so happy to have you, Allie. If you listen to this thank whole thing, so much, thank Allie, you so much, Jazz. You're gonna have a great time editing this. Um, this is a hefty one. But yeah, but that was so much fun. If you enjoyed it, follow us on Instagram at Groupie Diary. Follow us on TikTok at The Groupie Diaries. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week when we talk about the fall tour.